God damn it. Hold on. No sell this because I'm going to cut it out later. I'll turn on the best show of the year. (laughs) Actually, Dan. Cool readings, flesh wound horror freaks. Welcome to our best of 2023 top 10 and awards spectacular. I am joined by the uh, producer himself, Chad. Guys made me work today to get this stuff all organized. (laughs) Uh, Pugs Dread. Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Well, in the prime time, bitch. Uh, so, yes, we've got our best and worst of 20. You say best and worst. There's only hey. one worst category, yeah. Dad. I, I yeah. don't know why. Well, I've got a lot of shit. It's a fucking over. award show. Our top we, 10 of the year. Okay. Dan enjoys the sh- shitting on things. So, let allow him his, his it's moment. Be shitting. Well, no, because if we had him fucking shitting on 10 things, it would be a fucking four-hour show. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it's just going to be shit pickle of the year. It's just going to be Blumhouse Productions. I'm calling it now. Uh, you don't know what the shit pickle of the year is, so it may not be Blumhouse. You'll see. We'll see. Definitely um, excited, though. This is my favorite show of the yeah. year that we do. So, um, me and Dan were having a disagreement before the show. Shocker. Is this the first or the second <laughs> year we've done the awards? This is the third, third. year we, you jack. No, no, but we've done the top 10. But did we actually do the awards? Please? I no, said this, this, is the fir- this is the first year that we did the awards because I Thank made you. it a point at that- the at, I made it a point last year. I was like, why the fuck do we not have our own Oscars? That makes no sense. I, I that, agree. And, and then it, we did it. No, Dan. We did three years. Jackass. No, I yeah, said. Todd's flipping it. No, no, no. Bullshit. There's you said we did the awards artist, three years. Dad. You just said it. You just fucking said it. You said we've done the awards three years. We have not. Yeah. This is our first year. Off to we've done our top in three years. All right. Well, whatever. We're doing it tonight. Yeah, no. Is it, it, hold on. Everybody <laughs> shut the fuck up. Dumbass. Ready? Are you ready? All right. Everybody shut the fuck up for a second. Since I have been on the show, we have done a top 10. This is the first year we have done awards because last year I was like, why the fuck do we not do awards? And it would leave more fucking opportunity for movies that we didn't want to put on our top 10 because it wasn't horror. Ben Grimm, already chaos. Absolutely. Yeah, well, my fucking, <laughs> these motherfuckers are fucking going off at like. Ugh. I'm agreeing with you. That's I, the point, I think it's like we did I awards think, last year. Like, no, we did talk. I don't care. I, I tap out. I'm wrong. That's why I made the because right. I had to actually add the graphic and awards at the fucking bottom. You know, Todd no is like a woman. I apologize, and he keeps going. I I made the biggest botch on the graphic, and no one called me out. Up until today, it said the best of 2024. Oh, I, I had I had it actually had 2024 written down. I changed it today. <laughs> I, I, I switched the graphics right before it fucking that's impressive if we could come up with a top 10 already. That's Bog what zombie wouldn't be proper flesh wound stream without a good shouting match. <laughs> you know what? You know what? No, I'm gonna make early. a prediction. I don't know that there's gonna be a lot. I'm curious. You already have the ones. I'm, I'm curious I, our top tens. This there might be more least... harmony there than you <laughs> Daily Ghost already least... epic. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> though, we love each other more than any other show around. So, yeah, we were allowed to fight this hard. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You I go. mean, for you as much new... as we do fight, I do yeah. fucks. You see the new movie? No, one, one or two of you I'd like to fucking murder Ooh. more times than not throughout the year. <laughs> fucking, we got Elvira boobies to, to calm us down. <laughs> 
We got titties? Where? And underneath. Make it hard again, Ty. <laughs> I'm looking for boobs, and there I don't see Oh, it. well, hold on. Well, now that one covers it. <laughs> uh, ben, ben, so far, now we, we updated. I still haven't seen this, but so far, Night Swim is both the best and worst movie I've seen in theaters this year. Yeah, well, yeah I've only seen... Um, this year, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever I, I have I have seen anything theatrical other than just stuff that my local art house has been putting up. That's, that's right. probably up to like 27 theatrical. Oh, well, I'll give you my number for my movies this year. I'll do that at the end. I always give how many movies I watch this year. Oh, oh yeah, I'll do I'll do the same. And the one thing we have to add this. Ne- well, we may we need. I'll bring it up later. I'm gonna yeah. the, for after our our number one. I got a Sounds few other good. notes. Um, I don't know. Well, <laughs> so overall, do you think the year happy, sad? I think so. This year, at first, I thought it was gonna it, it was pretty light, but I swear to God, that last three months, man, it was just like movie I like, movie I like, movie I like. And overall, I would say this is one of the stronger years. Um I don't think it beats 2021 or 2020, but I, I I will say I think it was better than last year's. I've had a pretty satisfying year overall. I, I found quite a few favorites this year. I mean, one of them may not have been a new one, but but I mean, overall, there's a couple that are going to be in my rotation, and yeah. some of them will be honored tonight. I yeah, think sure. uh, the year ended strong. There was a, a decent amount of disappointment, but uh, I think the good outweighs the bad. We didn't have all Halloween ends this year, so I think that was a big uh, part. <laughs> there you go. That's so, so if I could go back a year, that'd be uh, that'd be <laughs> higher in my list. I'm pretty sure you put it on your top ten. You <laughs> fuck. I li- I watched it unironically this year, and I still had a great time. What was my Why why Pugs fixes his fucking <laughs> shit? We, we all love what we love. I'm not gonna f- shame you or fault you, Tad. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's all right because well, you guys are gonna. Well, maybe not you specifically, but there will be a turn on this one. I I guarantee. You. Everybody that is watching, be sure to give your picks. Uh, drop them in the comments. Top ten uh, and all of our categories, which we'll get to. So uh, we want to hear right. from you. And I, I place your bets. Who's gonna piss Kruger off the most tonight? That's for the chat. I don't give a fuck about any of you motherfuckers tonight. This is all you. Dan, easy call. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Tonight, I'm not. Bet on yourself, Dan. (laughs) It could be Todd. It could be Todd. I don't think it's not a tournament. He's clear. It's all you, buddy. (laughs) You know, I I have something. uh, I don't know if I'll say. Well, I'm gonna save it. This is I'm pretty happy with my list this year. Me like, too. Um, I think my list definitely uh looking back on like all the movies that are on there, if there was ever like a way to figure out my personality or my movie taste, it's definitely my top ten list. So uh yeah, it's just this this year uh, the first, I swear to god, probably the first six or up until like Malum came out. Whenever the fuck that was, I felt like there was nothing that was going to break a five for me this year, but sure as shit was pleasantly surprised. And I'm wondering how much overlap we're going to have too. I don't, I, I foresee little this year. I think there'll be one or two. Always little with you because you're like off the rails with your shit, Todd. 
<laughs> oh, this year's no exception. <laughs> I did have a hard time nearing. Spooky Dookie made a fu- made the top ten last year, motherfucker. <laughs> And it deserved it. <laughs> we need to watch it again. I actually got to send a copy of that to someone now. So a dookie themselves. <laughs> there you go. Criterion edition coming soon for spooky dookie. One There's time. going straight to the 4K. All, yeah. 8K. All of these top 10 should have no trauma. Well, you know what, sir? On our very, <laughs> our, our very first. Our very first one. The, my number one movie was Trauma Shakespeare Shitstorm. So, to be fair, there is no new trauma this year. I mean, so. And by the way, yeah, Orc, we know this, and, and and it should be it should be said now. I know, as I told them behind the scenes, Toxic Avenger does not is not a, up for you know this year because yes. yeah, limited release. Yeah, it had yeah. So, um, spoiler for next year. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just saying 2024 has a lot of work to not at least have that on my top 10 I'm just saying well on that note since we've been talking about it so much why don't we just get right into the top 10 alright and here's the way we're going to do it since we haven't really talked about it um, we're going to do our uh, a number and an award so we keep it flowing well oh so, okay so I like it. Go. Okay. So we're all right. So our producer got some work. Fuck yeah! I told you I was working. <laughs> today. So so our awards are going to be mixed in. Uh, if you didn't hear about all our awards, there is a little short on our channel where you can look through all of them. And please, everybody, comment what your top ten and your awards for each category were uh, on the video. Yes. All right. It will be more best of than the worst, like Dan likes to fucking promote. Yeah, Dan's like top 10 worst of 2023 because he just wants to fucking put Blumhouse's whole category. Dan, you don't usually put your worst. There was a Blumhouse movie I loved this year, The Passenger, a great thriller that we just reviewed. So, yeah, and you also brought up like 17 times during your review how this doesn't feel like a Blumhouse film, feels like something A24 could put out. It's a shame it has that brand on it, all that nonsense. Sense. Yeah, I, my favorite. Well, we'll get to it later. All right, let's start off with big number ten. So, big are we Dan? going to? Are we going to go counter? Yeah, why don't we go? Yeah, why don't we go counterclockwise? All right, counter. So All right. this way. No, Dan, you or clockwise. Okay. Yeah, well, I was doing counter. All right, well, we can do clockwise. All right, I'm first. So yes, no but we're trying to figure out who's Do we go pugs or me next? Pugs. Okay. There you go. Then it'll be that way. That's counter way. then. Okay. That's what I thought. All right. Damn it. Go, Dan. Number 10. Number 10 <laughs> on my list, which was this was the toughest spot because it's like you get to 10 and then it's like, okay, I got like <laughs> five things. But I ended up settling with a theatrical release that I think is kind of going to gain more and more of an audience over time. Uh, it is Cobweb. Uh, which I did watch that again, and I was like, you know, this isn't the most original horror movie of the year, but I think it had great atmosphere. It was really creepy, and I enjoyed it. Uh, they buried it. They opened it in the middle of summer right against Oppenheimer and Barbie when it should have come out in October. In October, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a good example of the stuff they should be pushing that they don't because it's a wide-appeal film. 
And it made my number 10, just barely. There was one that I was almost a coin toss. Uh, I I definitely agree with you. It's it, it was on my top ten for a good majority of the year, and yeah, they dropped the ball because it's the perfect Halloween watch, and I I think it holds up there with all of the recent weird style horror that we got. That's similar, like anything that's haunting with entities, like Insidious and stuff. Like it's just as good, and arguably because of some of the subject matter in that movie, I would say it's even better, <laughs> but. Yeah. Right. Well, my number 10 is about a little girl and her mom moving to a new town. Abigail. I really enjoyed that movie. Ooh. I've, I like that. It just captured me and I couldn't to- can totally see myself in that position, hanging out with the, the girl that dressed like Chucky. <laughs> I okay. I'll be watching that. Uh, I'll repeat. I liked it a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mr. Gruger. Uh, so my number 10, man, it was like, three movies fighting each other mm-hmm. but i have to give it up for fucking quantum devil dude just if there was ever a low budget horror picture that was made for me it's that it hits all the right bells and whistles that i love crafty and film should um i thought just the cast was great i love the story the gore is more times than not practical in it and it's just really well done, especially for a movie that probably had like barely any money behind it. Also brings back one of my favorite character actors, uh, Mehmet from Baskin. I can't say his last name, so and I'm not even going to try, but <laughs> he probably has like his greatest role, in my opinion, because he just got to be creepy and also just be fucking funny as hell. And this dude's snorting lines, getting blowjobs <laughs> from fucking Asian goddesses. That movie is just batshit insane. If you're a Lovecraft fan, if you're a fan of movies like From Beyond or any of the Stuart Gordon masterpieces that he put out, I think it's a fun. Uh, it's a, it's a fun ride, and it de- it doesn't feel like an '80s movie as far as like the effects and just the look. But, like, the spirit is something straight out of uh, 80s Lovecraft ad- adaptation. I, I, I loved it. And uh, I think anybody out there that is a fan of those things, as long as you can be a little bit forgiving of CGI, and usually I'm not, but it balances itself out with the practical effects, uh, you'll have a great time with the Quantum Devil. And also, if you didn't like – and if you haven't seen the uh, director's – other movie, Quantum Devil, is a part of a, I guess, quadrilogy or a trilogy that he's creating. And Girl Next is like his first one, but then Quantum Devil is his second. So uh, check that one out. And I think it's a well-deserved spot. And I'm very jealous of the motherfuckers that got to see this on the big screen because I would have loved to get uh, Robert England playing a Lovecraft god in the theater. But unfortunately, I got to just see it on my screen at home but hopefully that gets a good physical release so. yeah i'm I, I fingers crossed it seems like one of those ones that's probably just going to get a dvd though 
And I know we've had actually a few great movies over the last uh, couple of years that have gotten that treatment, whether they came from Shudder or whatever. And also, I hope Quantum Devil gets picked up by one of these uh, horror movie streaming services because it deserves to be like a Shudder exclusive or a fucking Screenbox exclusive. It's definitely on par with with quality when it comes to that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Todd. I did not expect this, and I did not expect this so soon. Um, <laughs> my reaction probably gave it away. Number ten. I am also Abigail. <laughs> well, we both fucking love yeah. the shit out of you. You know what? I gotta, I gotta point out because when you say Abigail, not the vampire film that's coming out this no, year. No, correct. Yeah, so. But that's a twenty twenty four movie, Dan. So I know, but just to not confuse people, they are talking about uh, yeah. And there's an. It's even more confusing because there's a couple other Abigails out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a ton. If well, you don't see a girl the, looking like Chucky, it's the wrong one. The yeah, girl. the twenty, the the vampire Abigail is the one that comes out this year. Yeah, yeah. next month I think. Yeah, right. very much looking forward to it too. Right. Uh, trailer looked good. All right, all right. There we go. Hey, talking see. about no overlapping already. <laughs> I know, yeah. but it makes sense. It was you. Yeah, I was. It was battling back and forth between Bad Flower. So, Bad Flower know. was really good. I I, I kind of want to rewatch it because I I think I wasn't in the right mindset to appreciate how fucked up it was. I think I just watched something like extremely fucked right before like August Underground or something. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. All right. Best non-horror yeah. film of 2023. Ooh. All Opening right. Big. Huh. All right. We keep in the same order. So, um, so some people put this as is a horror adjacent. It it's really not. It's a lot of things, and it'd be the la- horror would be the last thing that I would tack on to it. Uh, but it was wonderful. I absolutely love the film. I've watched it twice, which is a rarity for me. Uh-oh. And that is Dream Scenario, the Nick Cage film. I thought it was hilarious, sad, uh, it, it, uh, scary, because there's portions of that that are not, feels not quite that far off, <laughs> which is disturbing about it. Uh, I love this film. It might be Nick Cage's best movie, not counting Con Air, because I was going to say not counting Raising Arizona, but that's going to start another Uh, Not counting Mandy. Mandy. What's Bugs Bugs not counting? Face-off, yeah. (laughs) Although Con Air is right. (laughs) Dream Scenario, I I think, is a fantastic movie. It's strange. It's wonderful. And uh, Nick Cage should get a nomination, but it doesn't sound like he's going to, so... We'll yeah, I, I don't think he's going to, but I actually just recently watched that before the awards show, just in case. And yeah, great fucking movie. Uh, yeah. Nicholas Cage just, you give that motherfucker something he can sink his teeth into, he's going to be like the most polarizing thing on your screen through the whole film. And I think it was prevalent in that. Right now. Um, so mine was back and forth between I'm not going to give the other movie away because I had decided to go when we do the mainstream one, that's what it's going to take. So this one for me, best non-horror, I didn't want to have an overlap. Um, it's the creator. I just thought that was a beautiful story. And like the little, little girl, I just felt so I felt for her. And then like it, the movie 
makes a statement and it delivers on that statement. And I really appreciate that. So also it's fucking gorgeous looking. So I love that one as well. That was a great yeah. sci-fi film. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going to go and see so you saw it twice. You saw it twice, right? No, I only saw the creator oh, okay. once, but okay. yeah. So I pose a question. Uh-oh. Are we counting God as a bullet as a non-horror? Because I think technically it is. Yeah, I wouldn't consider it. Horror. Okay. Um, I was tossed up between God as a bullet and Sisu, but out of the two, I gotta go with Sisu. Sisu is like His fucking. Granddad. Well, dude, it's just like the perfect gory, bloody good time that you could watch with anybody that likes war movies. But if you're a horror fan, you'll get a lot out of it too, and uh, or just the, the violence kid- advantage. <laughs> well, I mean the violence, but also, dude, like, there's just they like horror is all down to what you find horrific. If you're riding with your horse and your horse gets blown up underneath you, that's like fucking one of the most horrific fucking situations I can think about. And that movie, I th- I think it deserves its praise. Not a horror movie, but gore, probably one of the fucking bloody and goriest movies of the whole year. And uh yeah, Sisu deserves its flowers. Fucking better than film. the last John Wick movie. And oh, not that God, I just like. I, 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 I don't watch. I fucking movies, love but... John Wick, but I agree that uh, Susie Sisu. Yeah, fucking yeah. that was a beautiful, fantastic time, br- brutal in the theater, and uh, yeah, we need more of that. I get to watch that with uh, Ozzy of Flesh Food and Farce and Todd. How did he react yeah. to that? I think he liked it, didn't he? He liked it. Oh, okay. I don't remember him going. Yeah. yeah, I know he liked it. His hair fell on his popcorn, and it got all like buttery, and he was in a bad mood. They had always talking about he had his hair. He gets so mad. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I used to. Me me, I wanted to do a practice. He wanted, I wanted to, to do to the popcorn trick. And he wanted to do the in the movie thing that are holding over his crotch. Oh no! <laughs> I what what I should do next time. <laughs> I wanted to get like a, a like a black wig and like have some scissors and make him think like I just cut off the back of his hair, just like oh <laughs> shit! I don't know how I would work the prank. Uh, I would probably like, take a bunch of Superman punches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful with those kind of jokes because the reaction could be too real. <laughs> All right, I would I would be laughing straight through the ass whipping though. It would be hilarious. <laughs> well, that would be funny. <laughs> Did okay until he realizes the hair is still there. (laughs) Best non-horror film of 2023. Mm, This is interesting for you. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I saw it with you, Dan. I'm giving him a second. We saw a lot of movies, so I'm not sure. Well, it was one I expected you to love because of the subject matter, but instead I loved it, and that was the the film rub. Oh, nice. Oh, I thought you meant in the theater. Oh, but, I didn't okay. say in the theater. I said we saw it together. Rub we did not get rubbed is... together, for the record. No, we saw the movie no, together. That was all solo stuff. Rub <laughs> is Rub is probably like the most obscure, one of the most obscure films you'll hear tonight. But I don't know. That was a, that was a hell of a good time. That was I, fun. Check out Rub, guys. Yes, it's it's fantastic. what dark comedy thriller. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little everything. Uh, right. I, I like that movie a lot. I actually have it crossed out on one of my categories here. Or one of my <laughs> things. Yeah. 
<laughs> I have a few. <laughs> All right. So we're up to number nine. Dan, let's number see. Number nine. All right. Switching back here. All right. So number nine. Uh, I'm a big fan of isolation, singular location horror and uh, World War II. Uh, so sure. I had to pick the Ted Gagan film Brooklyn 45, a Shutter original. Uh, I had a blast with Brooklyn 45. I, I really thought it was fantastic, and it was right up my alley. It, it's it's like a Twilight Zone movie almost. Like it's just such a great story, and uh, yeah, still stuck in my head. Brooklyn 45. Check it out on Shutter if you haven't. It's a good winter watch too, so get on that. Right on. Uh, well, we all know I like my super dark movies, but I also like lighthearted, fun. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, that is, that is pretty great. Um, I do like having a good time, also, and I do enjoy laughing. And if you can make me laugh while watching someone get hurt, I'm in. My number nine is Cocaine Bear. That was just nice. too good too that's too fun it is is just weird enough for us diehard horror fans and just uh palatable enough for the casual fan it, it's it's a good time cocaine bear nice well my number nine is renfield i just oh, yeah <laughs> it's a cool superhero slash horror story uh like the movie definitely plays out like a superhero movie when it comes to our main protagonist but nicholas cage is fucking dracula is just a gem i also just appreciate all the practical effects that it took to make him dracula he goes through like i think it's like six different stages throughout the movie where it's just a different effect and then, you know, him looking menacing and then it all, you know, culminates him coming back to Dracula at the end for this big final battle that also involves somebody that got kicked in the gut so hard they shat out their fucking intestines. <laughs> that movie deserves to be in my top 10. So, yeah, Renfield's number nine. And I hope Renfield does get a sequel. I think there's potential there to have... A, Dan, it before bad. you shit in my before you shit in my punch bowl, let me say what I want. <laughs> I would like to see Renfield take on the other uh, Universal monsters. I think that would be a fun. I love that horror slash superhero story that we could all get behind. But again, it did tank, and uh, maybe we could do a fucking show or something since maybe. it didn't do so good to at, be uh, fair most years, everything tanked this year this yeah. was not a good year for mainstream yeah you, you know the one com like not even necessarily a complaint but i have heard it from multiple reviewers of renfield they didn't believe that there would be a romance with aquafina that was like one thing a lot of reviewers. It was really? fine though, dude. There's yeah. a romance in fucking every goddamn other comic book movie ever, and like that's but with Aqua. That's the thing. That's just more about their penis than anything else. That has nothing stop to do with Asian that. hate. The fuck's wrong with you people? Dan, that's you're born with a terrible. I didn't people. say it was me. Well, I would. Bang that's just the community not wanting to put their dick in there. That's all that is. Dan. She's funny. <laughs> She's funny. I like Aquafina. Yeah, I just, that, she's like, I, like a I, California I, four, but like you go in the yeah. Midwest, she's like a seven or eight. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's funny with my number nine. At one point, I had Cocaine Bear down. At another point, <laughs> I had Renfield down. Nice. But I actually settled on, and I actually someone uh, mentioned it too. I actually had It's a Wonderful Knife down it for a moment too. But I went with the one I out of the two that I felt was superior, and that was Totally Killer. Is my number nine of the list. The one movie that was a Blumhouse movie, Dan put over, and then I told him it was a Blumhouse movie, and he was immediately deflated. That alone should get it higher, but it's sticking with a nine. I did to tell you what Dan says. Yeah, but you you didn't realize it was Blumhouse. Till after I let you review it, I let you rate it, and then I told you it was Blumhouse. There was no I put him over. I put over the past. Yeah, but you didn't know you were putting him over. The past review would have been totally different had you known going in. The passenger I knew. The passenger I knew, and I was yeah, because totally killer and fucking lubed it up, you dick. Passenger might be the best Bloomhouse movie ever made. Yeah, you shut the fuck time. up. It Anyways, really... for Totally Killer, I did like the concept a lot. I think just the kills were lacking, and that's what pissed me off because I love the killer. And then we had that great Gravitron scene, and they didn't do anything when it involved like some type of cool kill that we got to see in that fucking contraption. But yeah. if we're together in October, we need to find a Gravitron. That I'm shit down. is so fun. I'm down. I'm a the one big guy friendly ride in the carnivals. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Yeah, till I shoot out of the top of the goddamn crowd. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be next to you, Todd. We'll hold hands. <laughs> My fat ass will fucking weigh you down for going out the top. <laughs> we'll be like a kite. Dan will just be at the end. The last time I was on that, I was talking to like the carny that operated it, and he was telling me, he's like, ah, dude, like people, I've had people pull their dicks out on this thing. I've had them like finger in their girlfriends, <laughs> like crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And puking is like the, a nightmare, apparently, for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, everywhere. But... <laughs> Hit the deck. <laughs> All right. right. The best theatrical slash mainstream film of 2023. We didn't really define exactly what this yeah, is. Yeah, I was gonna say we said mainstream. I don't know. Yeah, well, if... theatrical would be mainstream, so I don't know. That's not necessarily true though, because there's limited releases at main at like theaters that have mainstream movies. You know what I'm saying? Again, this is a weird category, so I don't know. I would just say best mainstream out. film, but. uh Oh, I didn't yeah. realize it's theatrical. I just went best mainstream. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, 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 so yeah, see, that's it's like we, me, and I was well, trying the, to. Well, a Good Burger could probably Good Burger Two could probably pass as mainstream since that's okay. in the lexicon. Best theatrical or mainstream film? I don't know. Well, right. Netflix is probably just yeah, because that would fall in there too. I don't. Yes, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out. So there we go. All right. <laughs> mainstream. If, if I would say right. mainstream as far as big studio. All right. Well, so that doesn't best. see. See, that's where. We're, well, we'll see how we go. All right. Yeah. Let's see <laughs> where where our things are, and then we can fight about that after. Mine. Best mainstream. There's nothing more mainstream than Godzilla. So I picked Godzilla minus one. Best mainstream film. Um, see, really, in a lot of ways. <laughs> best yeah, no. genre film. Uh, I mean, in a lot of ways. I mean. Uh, I was surprised how good it was. I was expecting a decent Godzilla movie, but yeah, I've reviewed it to death, but Godzilla minus one is fantastic. So that's my best mainstream film. 
Uh, okay. Uh, if you say so. For me, it was, uh, I'm going to go with what I love the most. For me, the best mainstream film was The Flash. It included fucking Michael Keaton's Batman. Oh, yeah, dude. No. Oh, I fucking love it. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It, <laughs> it's my experience. I fucking loved it. I don't see all the flaws. I see the CG flaws, but like for me, yeah. I've seen this movie, what, fucking, I don't know. 89 seven, eight, Batman, nine, Dan. Nine. Don't act surprised. Yeah, I've seen this like eight fucking times already. Maybe even more uh, since it's been on at home. I fucking love it. I thought you'd say Guardians 3 if you were going to be super. No. Yeah, why would you pick that well, up? John Wick was the other one I was considering. <laughs> well, I, I think we definitely need to figure out what the fuck this category means because if we're including Godzilla, I mean that would be it. That, I wouldn't consider that. That was yeah, totally a small studio. I wouldn't consider. But it. it's how many weeks? You said mainstream. that doesn't fucking yeah. count because it fucking wouldn't be in the studio more than a fucking week if it didn't make a bunch of goddamn money. Just Which like makes Terror. it mainstream. It's it's Terrifier's mainstream. Person on the corner about it. It's Terrifier Two is mainstream. This bullshit ass category should have fucking specified. But anyway. Yes, who made this category? I didn't. This wasn't me. So, um, anyways, best mainstream (laughs) film for me because I consider it fucking being a big budget studio is Thanksgiving. It came from Sony. Fucking was played in every other theater in the goddamn world. Thanksgiving gets my mainstream film of 2023, and it will also have some overlap probably in my top ten. So, Swaggy G, you're welcome. He likes the Flash too, and the scores. Uh, the ultimate score is awesome. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to tie up with Dan because I also counted Godzilla minus one because it's a mainstream film in my opinion. It so. got there when it first. I, I I I I'm with you guys, and it's mainstream now. But when it was but, first released, no. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. But it doesn't matter if it's when it's first released because that's like. That's what the movie has. Yeah, like, but, but to, why uh, I don't consider it mainstream. That's Todd. Todd. That's, can, Todd. Can, can Can I argue something? My theatrical worked better. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't fucking say theatrical when we fucking made this goddamn thing, asshole. We said so, mainstream. There's Godzilla toys. There's Godzilla slippers. See, if you would say Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters or Godzilla vs. Kong, I would consider yeah, that mainstream. But Godzilla Minus One is a little yeah, lower. It's on like, look at what Shin Godzilla got when it came out in 2016. But I wouldn't consider that one mainstream. It didn't hit that point. <sighs> I I would say mainstream is coming from a big studio, not a little studio like Toho. I don't but, see, uh, but see, no, see to go with that, then then Terrifier two, that would be a mainstream film, and it comes from. Yeah, a tiny but I wouldn't that. consider it mainstream because it came from a fucking studio. So, see, I think the problem mm-hmm. with this is mainstream to you has a bad feel to it. You no, like that, no, that it word. has nothing to do with that. But none of these movies would be showed more than a fucking week if they didn't make a shit ton of money. But that's what makes it mainstream. I, 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 I get we're, we're just note, we're like, just going in a circle because <laughs> well I, I I just I don't see, I, I don't it. I, I don't yeah. think you can consider yourself mainstream if you're coming from a small studio that's all I'm saying we should have specified this before the fucking we show will for next year but yeah next year will just be theatrical <laughs> that's there fine and blockbuster let's throw that in there. Well, see, I saw it like I was trying to include theatrical, like Netflix stuff, and yeah, it's none of y'all motherfuckers ask well, questions, so I didn't know. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think about it till right now, like, yeah. So, all right, well, 
There's right. one. We all saw the both those movies theatrically, so you could have put you left that in there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Number eight. All right, back to the top ten. Uh, so number eight, I don't know that the actually I don't we didn't review it, so I don't know that it'll be on any of your lists. But I loved it. It's a Spanish animated <coughs> film called Unicorn Wars. Uh, so going into this, I was expecting I was like, oh, okay, happy tree friends, teddy bears murdering each other. It'll be fun. Uh, there's a lot more to it. Uh, this this film is uh, about teddy bears being locked in this ancestral war against their sworn enemy, the unicorns. And I just thought it was going to be some foul mouth teddy bears chopping each other up. Uh, there's a lot of really gory violence in this, but then you just get into this psychedelic head trip. It goes insane. Uh, if you guys watch it, take an edible a good edible movie for those of you that partake then you don't even fucking take edibles and i don't and i felt like i did so that tells you what will happen shut the fuck up motherfucker (laughs) don't be advocating for drugs you don't take asshole unicorn wars is is a trip i really love this movie and uh more people should check it out Uh, it's rare for me to make an animated movie all i heard is when dan's in california Todd, Pugs, and Dan are doing edibles and watching this unicorn movie. Let's wow. do it. Glad I didn't hey, get the invite. Kruger, Kruger, if you make it down to God, God. <laughs> to be fair, I invite you every October. time. I October. October. No, the reason I, I didn't come last time is you motherfuckers me. didn't. We weren't fucking good on dates. I just need to know in advance. I know. Well, as soon as we know, keep October date, over. Another date. No, I, I don't know. That's a busy month, but okay. Yeah, uh, for really? me, my number eight has already been mentioned on the show. It is totally killer. I fucking had a ball with this one as well. I like the mask. I like I, I like the idea of a killer. I like that it has Back to the Future rules mixed with some other things. Uh, that's just a, a, a joyous time. And my favorite part of the whole thing is 80s kids not giving a shit about feelings and telling a fucking millennial slash Gen Z or what time it is and not giving a fuck if it hurts your feelings or not. They just go about their day. Too fucking bad, children. <laughs> so yeah, Totally Killer is my number eight. Are they doing a sequel? I haven't heard anything yet. Feels like they would. Hope so. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, my number eight is uh, one that we got right at the end of the year and that's a, a creature with stirring. Nice. Um, yeah, you really like that one, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, dude, it's a fucking. No, it's great. It's a it's a psychological horror film that has practical effects. A man in a suit monster. It feels almost just like a long creep show episode at times, and then it hits you with a twist that f- kicks you in the balls, headbutts you, pokes you in the eyes, and just leaves you there for dead. Like, I, it's a fucking mean movie. It's really really fucked up it gave me like a nasty feeling in my gut after i watched it and it also had one of the coolest fucking hedgehog xenomorph hybrid monsters i've ever seen in my life so uh yeah i i I give that movie all the praise and it's going to be a yearly rewatch around the christmas season for me cool. cool all right well 
I got my, I guess my first slasher of of the of the night, and that is no. Directed. You said you already said totally killer. Okay, this is true. Well, apparently, I got multiple slashers this year because here's my second. I forgot that one already happened. All right, Chad Farron's scalper. That's oh. fair. Um, it was up there for me too, dude. Yeah, it it was. It, it's just so. I I love the first one. I mean, we watched them both this year. I mean, that would definitely be up there too, but. Yeah, I, I just love Chad Fan's work, and this is another one. You know, I love the mask. I love the character, and that we get him back. It's, yeah. It's my pick yeah. for eight. Right <laughs> Good pick. Good pick. All right. Oh, yeah, I got to change the gimmick. Sorry. <laughs> well, I got to go from here to there. All right. We know what independent means, so hopefully there's no issues on this. Best independent <laughs> film of 2023. Dan, don't fuck. All up. right. So I went with the most independent movie for me of 2023. Uh, we just reviewed it not long ago. I loved it. Where the Devil Roams from the Adams Family. Uh, it doesn't get more indie than a family that makes a movie together in their backyard, essentially. And uh, we just reviewed it. I'm not going to rehash it all, but what a unique and wonderful independent film loved where the devil roams and it's on Tubi. So Tubi original, you can check it out. That's Tubi original I've ever seen. All right. Uh. My, my pick for best independent film of 2023 actually had a theatrical release. I'm going we the Pooh, blood and honey. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Go for a career. That's re- no, <laughs> and that's I would re- not consider that mainstream. So, no, I mean <laughs> on the other. Well, hand, it's not real. fucking mainstream. Well, no, I'm saying it got theatrical, but it's small theatrical. So Piglet sealed it. Legs. Yeah, P- Piglet sex dungeon sealed it for pugs. That's, that was just like <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it was it was way better than I thought it was going to be. So, <laughs> are um, we going to see Piglet skin somebody, uh, scalp somebody in the sequel? Though, I want them to go. Boy, isn't Piglet dead? Hard. I thought he got killed in the fucking tub or in the pool. Like, yeah, do they stay dead like, there though? We don't know the rules of this world yeah. yet. Talk him back to life. Bring him back, Frankenstein, Jason style. Done. Zombie Piglet. I'm in. All right. So, best independent film of 2023 for me and. It hurts me because I didn't get to see it in fucking theaters. And even though it got a theatrical release, it just was not playing anywhere near me outside of like 135 miles. But uh, best independent film for me is Malum. I just, I love Malum. I think it's a very just cool way of updating an already great film with more effects Granted, it doesn't do the same that The Last Shift does in atmosphere or just creepiness. I think just The Last Shift and Malum both are just amazing horror films that have the same story and just have two different approaches to it. I think that's very, very fucking cool to look at. Um, And uh, with Malum, they just want that practical effects, Hellraiser-esque with the monsters and everything and the effects uh it 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 was an awesome experience to everything i love about independent horror horror movies because that thing would be fucking cgi the shit if that idea was brought to a big picture studio and they the fact that the original director of already a great horror film 
went and remade it with a bigger budget and just the stuff that he wanted. I love that. I also just love that director in general. Uh, I forget what his name is off the top of my head. Do you know, Dan? Oh, God. I don't off the top of my head. Last I'm shift. Tr- I'm trying to pull it up. Anthony DeBlasi. DeBlasi, there you go. Yeah. yeah, that guy, to me, is one of like the greatest horror film directors of our uh, like the 2010s era. Uh, he he came out with that with Last Shift, and also he came out with Casadaga and a couple other movies that are just really really fucking good. He, and he's he's always quality. He's a good bet. Yeah, he's a quality fucking director that isn't sucked up by the mainstream market yet. And I hope he's one of those guys within the next few years that like a twenty four just throws a bunch of money at and is just like, hey man, go make your movie because that's what he's been doing this whole time and. I think personally, Malum probably is my favorite that he has ever done because of just the amount of practical effects where he put into it. And shout out to you. I, I even put in some uh, clips of that movie into my fucking promo <laughs> that I did to come back More than one. <laughs> to wrestling. Yeah, and Last Shift. Like, If you're a wrestling fan, Anthony DeBlasi, and you, you want to see me like take some of your shit from your movies, go and check it out. Uh, Inspiring. Dude, they are well. Even when I first watched the last shift, um, that movie just shocked the shit out of me because it was just there's a fucking satanic cult that all killed themselves and now they're haunting this police station. That is such a fucking amazing concept, and I think there's even more to be done in the world of Malum and the last shift. So uh, maybe one day we get a Malum two or something. I, I, I think it deserves, and I think there's more to be told with that story. So uh, Kruger, Brian trash is asking, are you going to see the black and white Godzilla minus one? I oh, the question should be how many times minus <laughs> I met, I messaged the boys last night. <laughs> I was just like, Hey, we're getting the good shit. <laughs> so yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely going to be seeing it at least once. If not twice, uh, I'm hoping that we get black and white with D-Box because uh, I, I got to see it with my girlfriend, uh, like the early screening, and it didn't have D-Box. And then I saw it with my mom in D-Box. So I'm hoping I can see it with my girlfriend and my mom, black and white with D-Box. That's, cool. the, uh, that's the idea fucking goal. Because everybody loves that movie, and you should too. Because has anybody doubled it up with Fifty Four yet? Have they done a double feature at your? No, no. But uh, see, like the thing with uh, my little art house, they don't. They get like the A twenty four stuff, but sometimes the Toho stuff won't come in if it's if another movie theater is getting it. So um, maybe though, that would be like amazing double feature. I actually just watched though Nineteen Fifty Four a week ago. I just watched uh, minus one <laughs> a week ago. Yeah, I, I, I got to see 1954 for the second time uh, in a movie theater within oh, a nice. year. So right. it was really, really fucking cool. And uh, I think they're actually... Which version? Uh, the, the 4K original Japanese version. Okay. No, were they both? Both of them were? Uh yeah yeah both okay. times. no I was, was curious if you got to see the Burr one also. no I haven't I haven't got to see King Godzilla King of the Monsters yet that would be very cool though I, I that's more of something I would see happening though like in a like one of the mainstream theaters rather than like 
unless it's like an anniversary thing. Yeah. Give me a double. Also, this year, oh. if you're a Godzilla fan, dude, there's like I think at least four or five movies that are getting big anniversaries this year. Um, Final Wars is one of them. Fingers oh. fucking crossed we get those in theaters because we got Godzilla 2000 last year, and then we also got um, Tokyo SOS in theaters. Come on, Fathom, do your thing. Yeah. yeah, so I'm hoping Fathom Events uh, does uh, does some of those. Um, I was yeah, disappointed. Final Wars would be awesome, dude. Final Wars in theaters, yeah, that would be a big deal. But yeah, so Malum's my uh, best independent film of 2023. I, 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 I don't. That's all right. I I don't know if I'm the only one because I'm trying not to repeat some films and and other things. Yeah, so, it's hard. So this was this, and I went really indie with this one, like. And this is a recent one we've seen. Dan wasn't feeling it. Pugs was more my wavelength. And that was as we know it. And I don't know if you remember that one. That was set in the late 90s. And the breakup and the zombies are outside. The Waterworld movie. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, the yes. Waterworld movie. There we go. So, I mean. There, I didn't hate like it. Most... I like the Waterworld gag. But... That dude, I, I, I was... Remember, I messaged you guys. Uh, the dude that was like, "Oh, like wish Kylo Ren, fucking Adam Driver." He's an actual food critic. I was like, I found that out after. I found he's on Instagram. He's like, he's huge. Cool. I'm sure he appreciates being called Wish Adam Driver. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, dude. out of the best independent film of 2023 for me. <laughs> I give Flesh Wound Features one star. So, Star was, Wars guys. What Adam movie Driver. was it? It's yeah. as we know it from 2023, okay. directed yeah. by Josh M- Munkarash. I'm probably just <laughs> 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 I probably tore up the name. Sorry, guy. It made him sound like an STD, Todd. <laughs> John Josh Munkarash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't play with the monks. Uh, Dan's had priest ra- priest rash before, but that's a different thing. Uh. Both That's things. something you get when your nutsack touches the toilet water. Uh, uh, That's what he said. Holy water. Number seven. Lucky number, number seven. Lucky number seven. Uh, all right. Number seven. Uh, so you got to respect a movie that you make that could legitimately get you killed in real life. And that is Holy Spider from director Ali Abbasi. And Iranian, Jordanian, depending how you look at it, uh, serial killer film about the spider killer. Uh, this movie was amazing. Uh, one of the more, we had a lot of good endings this year. This is near the top of the list because it's just like, yeah, shit just never, never changes. Um, Holy Spider is fantastic. So suspenseful. It, it felt, you know, grounded in reality. The, the, they didn't go too over the top with the killer, which I think actually makes him scarier. Uh, and yeah, I thought this was, if, if you're a serial killer fan, you need to watch Holy Spider. I was thoroughly impressed with this one. I forgot about that one. I should have got that before I did this, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's a really good watch and it's also a true story. Um, and they had to make it in Jordan because as you can see when you watch it, uh, wasn't going to fly in Iran, and uh, this director's had a lot of death threats. So, uh, nothing but respect for him. Uh, it was 
probably in my top like two or three for a long time. So, uh, yeah, check out Holy Spider. It's a fantastic movie. Right on. Uh, my number seven. I wasn't here on the episode. You guys reviewed it and you guys shat all over it. My Uh-oh. number seven is Megan. I fucking oh, love I, that movie. I didn't shit on it. You guys shat all over it. That's all I heard. Oh, no. I, I said it was not. I, and I, I want to clarify. I said it was overrated. I didn't. No, I motherfucker, you gave it like a zero. What the no, fuck are you talking Go about? Go back and look at the review. I didn't give that. A then zero. you gave it a one. <laughs> Probably yeah, a one. I'm pretty sure I might. No, have he can't a argue a one. You notice that, right? Either way, I believe I gave it a two, but it's just over. No, you did not give it a two. Uh, this this one, I I think I said it because I wrote in the my review lowest common denominator. I this is just for everybody, not diehard fans that like like expect a little more. This you got the fucking regular horror fans. You got the perverse that like little, little younger people, people that fuck dolls. Like this has everything <laughs> that you need. This is why I think it's for everyone. I've had a problem. I don't know if that was the audience that we're going for. They know the I would call it a TikTok horror movie. They call it community True. targeting. Slasher Home Video says, Dan, you were dissing it pretty hard. Yes, thank you. It Slash is the Home most overrated movie. movie of the year. I don't that's, think that's it's the most overrated We're all different. That's what makes our list fun. You just don't like Megan was cool. The doll did dance well. I can't wait for Megan 2.0 and Megan Megan's whatever the fuck you're gonna call it. I'm in. All right, so number seven for me, and this is probably higher on a couple of uh, other people's lists, but uh, When Evil Lurks. I, I like the movie a lot. I watched it twice. Um, it's definitely one of the best possession horror movies I've seen within the last few decades. Uh, it's up there with like uh, Dark and the Wicked. Actually, that's a hell of a double if you want a nasty newer possession movie uh, double feature. But yeah, when evil works, I mean, it's mean, nasty. It does not stray away from gore, just showing you the gruesomeness that can be in a possession movie. And uh, also, probably has one of the grossest practical effects I've seen all year with the pussing disgusting man that i've already seen making its rounds during like with like just social media post um i've seen like three different movie sites just post like the picture of him and being like <laughs> the most grotesque scene of 2023 and that's not to argue it's not it's pretty fucking disgusting and I, I have fat to... shamers how dare you <laughs> <laughs> i mean it does look like some shit you see on 600 pound live sometimes so you um, watch that show gonna... <laughs> you, you're gonna see the american remake with cool duder in that role oh. it's gonna happen <laughs> i just want to see him flying no. out of the truck don't, I hope don't, he's don't, watching and I now, now he's crying and spotting his Yeah, don't tarnish my fucking praise of when evil works with your cool dude or hate you. Asshole. He's too busy trying to raise money for his next Amityville but movie. Anyways, fucking when evil works, definitely one of the most must see horror films of 2023, and it belongs on my list. Uh, if it again, just the rest of my list is more bread and butter. Um, if I didn't have so much bread and butter this year of what I love in horror movies, this would have probably been my top three, but it's my number seven and it's definitely a must see for everybody. 
Uh, my number seven is probably the biggest movie I have on my list. And <clears throat> that is Thanksgiving. So I, I know, yeah. There's another one, favorite. You know, how long we've been waiting for it. I know this discussion will come back up later. So yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I ain't no goddamn song, dude. I swear to God, they're fucking the 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 credit song. Like I've listened to that fucking Misfit song so many times since then. It's ridiculous. Well, you know what? That is the best segue we could have had. Best soundtrack. <laughs> hey, now here's the thing. I, I was and I thought about this right before we went on. It was right before you got here. Soundtrack or score? I did both, and I, I was score. Okay, see, and that's the thing. Dan thought that too, but I heard soundtrack, and that's what I did. I have one for both I can throw out. So I mean, yeah. I would just consider soundtrack. Like when I say a soundtrack of a movie, it's some it's it's and I'm old school throughout it. And and I'm old school. A soundtrack is something you specifically use songs for a movie. Score is the other. So that's why I did both because I didn't know which we were going. Kind of should have figured the other way. But so I have a yeah. yeah. So. On that, Dan, Dan, All you right. want to kick us out? Best soundtrack of 2023. If you want to mention your score or you say whatever. All <laughs> right. Well, my pick because I this was a hard one for me. Obviously, I'm not uh, the most musically inclined of us, and the one that stuck out though in my head, and I was like, man, it really set the tone and the feel of the movie was the uh, Jerskin Fendrick score for poor things uh drew drew me right into this bizarro world uh that these characters inhabit and um yeah i I, there were some other ones that i came up with bo is afraid uh and there were a few others but i was like i think poor things i think that stood out the most and since i did do both best uh soundtrack uh good score as well but best soundtrack probably the killer on netflix for me there's a lot of good songs there a lot of a lot by the smiths on that soundtrack and yeah so and dan likes to cry alone so it makes it (laughs) i don't think there was any sad scenes during the killer i'm talking about the smiths the smiths yeah Uh, you you cut yourself while you listen (laughs) that's what you do um so for me i'll go um since you just laid it on the i can do both now so soundtrack I will go, obviously, Taylor Swift eras. Like, how could you not? <laughs> how is that on Flesh Wound Features? It's a soundtrack. That's a soundtrack. Songs. <laughs> and then for score, is this how one do we was... go when evil lurks to Taylor Swift, bugs? I'll allow I, it. You know what? This past weekend, my buddy, my guitar player, Jim, oh. shout out. He's like, because we were in a record store, and um, this, this dude was talking about Taylor Swift. Like, oh, we even saw Taylor Swift here, because it was like an independent store. I'm like, that's cool. I'm a Swifty. And then he goes, this guy is the definition of don't judge a book by his cover. <laughs> and I have to agree. Um, but so uh, for um, score, though, that one was really hard for me. It was between two. And I'm going to name the one I didn't go with. But you guys should check it out. Society of the Snow on ne- on Netflix. Uh, music's fucking beautiful. Scenes are horrific. Uh, but the one I chose to win is Oppenheimer. That that That's just it just it just took me yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's good. I get that. Well, since uh, I guess we're doing like two different ones, soundtrack, uh, like, I don't know, it's hard, but soundtrack for me, uh, I just love the soundtrack in Venus. 
especially the one techno song that they were playing throughout it because I right. have been at raves where that song <laughs> has been played. And when shit's hitting the fan and fucking chicks going, dude, like that that's probably one of the things that made me love the, the movie the most. Um, but if I'm going to go with like just score in general, I mean, Godzilla minus one. Goddamn right. I mean, even just the trailer song, and again, the one good thing Godzilla has going for it, I've heard some amazing songs during trailers, and then they never play them in the movies, but Godzilla's always that one in Faithful, and you know it's going to hit there hard. Like, they did it with Shin Godzilla with the fucking, when he destroys Tokyo, and they did it the same right before Godzilla shoots off his nuke and destroys uh, Tokyo in minus one. fucking great great score and i mean god's the score is honestly one of the things in the older godzilla movies that you can really look back and you're like this is masterful shit like even if the effects aren't like up to par with you know what we had going on in the states at the time the score way more advanced than anything it was funny when I, this is before I went and saw it again, but so it was probably last week, a few days before, as I was leaving the theater, I could just hear the music pumping at it. I was like, do I go in and just watch the rest? <laughs> either attacking Tokyo the first time or it's the second time right now. Yeah. I, I didn't. Then I saw the movie like two days later, but I heard it. I stopped. I thought about it and I just kept going. But it was just I had to take a pause on movies around that time because I was like, I don't want to hear fucking kids singing Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> That's fine. I'll do it for you. He couldn't hide his raging. Anyway. Um, <laughs> were you done, Kruger? I'm sorry. I, I had to yeah, throw that no. out there. Okay. Because um, uh, I initially went soundtracked. I did Totally Killer. I mean, it makes sense. The music, the era. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I'm with Kruger. Score, 100%. Godzilla minus one. It's not even a contest for me. Um, just that music. I mean, because you have the iconic music. You have the new music. Yeah. And they use that classic music the way you're supposed to. So it, the whole thing. It's it's That's a masterful film. So, You know, it All didn't right. qualify, but I might have picked, if it, if it would have, the head. Because booty flavor is the best song of the the year that I've heard. It's one of them. Booty flavor, anthem. look it up. It's classic. Right. Oh sh- <laughs> There we go. Number uh, six. All right, six. we're we're nearing the halfway point. We are. We're getting to the the elite. Um. So number six. Wait. I. Uh, uh, no, I was going to stall. <laughs> oh, we'll stop for a minute. Yeah, we'll we'll bullshit a minute. Uh, so Taylor Swift yeah. era's tour. <laughs> How many times did you see it in theaters? Only the once. Really? Only the once. Yeah. How many times did you see Beyonce? None. I'm not a Beyonce fan. I, I don't think she's Queen Bay or B, whatever the fuck they call her. Well, I I mean, she's look who she's with. Jay Z. Who would you pour her and Puff Daddy or the they're 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 the the February Epstein's now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My dick would go nowhere near Beyonce. She's gross. But her face, like she's got a big body, but like I don't care for her skin. I don't like her face. So she gets out of here. Taylor Swift all day. 
Although she could eat a sandwich or two. <laughs> I think they both got butter. Taylor Swift is nothing special. I, still I don't disagree. Care. I'm my talking Aryan, my Aryan what? princess. How dare you? <laughs> okay. Uh, you you missed our Taylor Swift discussion. That that was our. I'm <laughs> glad that was us cleaning up the deathmatch weapons. <laughs> <laughs> The thumbtacks have been cleared. All right. All right. They have. <laughs> so my number six pick from director Yorgos Lanthimos. Poor things. Holy shit, I love this movie. Um, I want to watch I want to watch it again. It's so weird. Uh, just a bizarre take on the Frankenstein legend. And also, um, performances across the board. Willem Dafoe, as you would expect, is amazing. Um, Mark Ruffalo, who sometimes I have issues with. I was going to say, even like, the fucking shitty Hulk had a good, good, good performance. I don't think... He's a good actor. It's just sometimes he's in roles where he annoys me and it shouldn't be annoying me. I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I thought he was really good in that. Emma Roberts. Mark yeah. Ruffalo... You isn't Ed... Uh, yeah, Norton. There's Eric Bana, Ed, Edward, Edward Norton, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. So who's the shitty one? Mark Ruffalo. Eric That's who he's talking about. Oh, Eric Bana's the shitty consider... one. Uh, yeah, true, but I. Bana was a little wooden. That was a weird movie, but I was just um, clarifying because I haven't yeah. had a chance to see Poor Things yet. But I think it, I'm seeing it next week. Uh, I forgot. But it's oh, nice. Up. I think you'll enjoy it. it it's yeah, it's, I need to watch Emma. It. You, you do too. I think you'll like it. Emma Roberts is stellar, and some of the shit that she does in that movie. I mean, there's maybe what Todd like sixteen different sex scenes, like brief sometimes. But she was doing some some kinky, what funky. Did, what did shit. she call fucking again? I can't remember, but it was so hilarious, and I can't. There was like a. <laughs> she said two words, and it was like. Oh, it was hysterical, and I, it, it escaped my brain. But you see, I didn't even—it didn't even dawn on me to include that one because I it is horror adjacent. But it is, I, and yeah. I know. I mean, it's a Frankenstein story. No, I, I get it. it I just yeah. when I was putting my list together because that is very something that possibly could have made my top ten. That one we'll talk about. I'm sure in our Oscar show. Yeah, we didn't actually yeah. review it, so hopefully we will get to talk about it more on the Oscar show. Uh, I I wasn't too sure if you'd like it, Todd. I didn't really have that conversation with you so i'm glad you did poor things number six it's weird in, in the right ways for me so all right, all right uh, Pugs, what do you got my number six uh someone chose it for beth's soundtrack i believe and it is venus a solid mm -hmm. fucking story Make, uh, really cool act like i don't know it's a home run for me i really like that movie a lot i highly recommend it it's it's, it's on shutter right now right is it it's streaming somewhere. I, I I scrolled past it the other day. So use your search on your Roku or whatever you get. But it's definitely worth seeing. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. What about I, you, Kurt? Uh, so my number six, my number six would be Malum. I've oh. already praised the shit out of it, but yeah, I love the fuck out of that movie. And it was just very cool to see some old school practical effects be done like that. On a movie that I already thought didn't need all that shit, but hell, if you're gonna give me like, you're gonna give me already what I want plus some fucking candy on top, I, I, I it, it's perfect for me. And 
I can see why other people will say that The Last Shift is the better film. But for my personal preference and my personal taste, Malum is right up there on the same level. And I prefer Malum over Last Shift because of all the effects. So if you're effects guy, stories, but there's something different well, in each one. Well, they're the same, they're essentially the same exact story, but the the first one is yeah. very much more atmosphere and kind of more of like artsy horror and then this is just kind of straight up 80s like i could see malum being made in 1988 and it would fit right in there it's like uh, alien and aliens when it's like amped up yeah. in the second one and a lot more popcorn yeah like yeah exactly uh but yeah malum right. was exactly. the shit That's the point. <laughs> yeah malum was the shit and i i really uh I hope we get more from that universe because it's like one of those universes like the void where it's one of these low budget horror pictures that just put so much into the practical effects. I need to see more of the lore. Uh, so hopefully we get Malum two or last shift Two, whatever way you want to spin it. I'll be there to watch. Sweet, sweet. Get the 4k right. now from, uh, Terrorvision. Yeah, I actually got that for Christmas for my girlfriend. It was like the bit I, I was not expecting it at all. And fucking now I'm in 4K. I, you know what? I may watch that tonight, actually. <laughs> um my 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 sixth film, first one to get a Taylor Swift. Uh, sorry, first one to get a two four on the board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that is I'm going with Talk to Me as my number six pick. I nice. I it's it's not the typical A24. It's more feels a little more mainstream, and I don't mean that in a bad way. But um, it just works. I mean, un, unlike it, 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 it's like a Bloomhouse film if they knew how to make films. I can't even say Fucking that. Fucking God, why I, do you I, have to go to Blumhouse every time? I'm just, let, I'm just gonna stop ignoring him. You're right, Dan. <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, I can't. Otherwise, I'd be like Kruger all the time. Too. <laughs> but uh, it's all right because I got the first A24 film on there. Dan has shown no love for A24, yet he's their oh, biggest fan. Well, doesn't we got a lot more to come? So I'm just saying I'm on the board first, Dan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. The Russian bleeds. <laughs> all right. So on that, all right. What's our next category? Back to the category. <laughs> Hold on a second. Fucking oh, Indie Phantom. How high will Extras Believer be? I still haven't seen it. Sir, it will not be on this list. <laughs> it, uh, it may be brought up list. I know it might be brought up, but it's not on this list. Well, could, could get an award. Maybe the best nude scene. Streaming though. on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Best nude scene. Uh, so it's been, it, is, it is my category. Mr. Foreskin, and... come on. It has been a pretty solid year for nudity in films. We had, of course, as I've already mentioned, Emma Roberts in Four Things, Mia Goth, uh, of course, Infinity Pool, Jennifer Lawrence doing the full Monty and No Hard Feelings. And uh, we get some Florence Pugh titties in Oppenheimer. Uh, but you did also have Parker Posey and Bo is Afraid. And I'm not picking any of these. So this tells you this is some special nudity. Triple Xmas, the lesbian tub scene between Dolly Lee and Katie Navi McAllister. Hot stuff. I love lesbians. And I love Christmas. And 
I love lesbians in tubs getting killed by killer Santas. So that was naturally my pick. Great nudity from Dolly and Katie. Indy Phantom, that hurts me. He was going downhill fast. No, how dare <laughs> oh. you? I I would I would take the totally killer time machine back to the the 30s to motorboat her titties in Oppenheimer. Jesus fucking Christ! All right, uh, all right. for me, go? no, not yet. This <laughs> is taking a pass on this one. Yeah. You, <laughs> no, you, no, I'm I'm in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, I would vote for you know a hot chick in this, but it is the best nude scene of 2023. I gotta go salt burn. I was it, it's. It's too fucking good. <laughs> you, you did, did. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait he wait, hasn't wait, seen wait, it, pause. so I'm not gonna Remember, say. It. I don't want yeah. any more information. I have not got to see it yet. All right. Well, oh. I, uh, you know what, Pugs? I, I, I don't blame you. It's not my pick, but it, I mean, <laughs> it's up there for one of the fucking best nude scenes. But my pick is also something a little grotesque. Well, depending on the way you swing, but. uh my uh, best nude scene of 2023 is the, I don't know what the fuck she was called, but the uh, fucking 700 pound obese chick demon <laughs> thing from fucking Venus. Gotcha. <laughs> I've never seen tits so big and so terrifying. <laughs> so uh, that, 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 that's my pick. The, and you've uh, wrestled Terex. My God. <laughs> God damn it. That's good, Dan. No. God damn it. Dan fucking has one every now and again. And that was the one. Oh, yeah. God, so good. There you go, Horowitz. March yourself to the never mind. Yeah, no, dude. Those tits were terrifying, dude. And the way she squished that dude's head, I want no part of that. <laughs> like, dude, like you saw what she did with her hands. Imagine if she just like took her knockers and fucking went <laughs> like shit. <laughs> so yeah, best nude scene of 2023: the uh, big 700 pound woman from Venus. There you go. This will probably come as no surprise to anyone, specifically Ben, because my answer is. Murder size, Jessa Flux. Look at my tits. <laughs> you know what? I do not blame you. That's that is easy pick. Yeah, and if you didn't know this, my girl actually picked that for her best soundtrack of 2023. And I, I agree that had a killer mm-hmm. one. But yeah, dude, that scene was that's actually was my number two because just <laughs> okay. being so offended that somebody wouldn't look at your tits to the point where you die. I mean, that that, that deserves some credit. So, I thought for sure, Pugs, you, you didn't pick Florence Pugh. You oh, it's, it's 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 there, but like, it's the best one, and that one I consider the best. It's just naked people. Some interesting picks tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, number five, halfway point. What number are we at? Ninety five. minutes. <laughs> all right, time not quite seventy-five. Um, all right, number five. I have. Infinity Pool from director Brandon Cronenberg. Uh, Love this film. Talked about it a lot over the years, so I'm not going to rehash it. But uh, over the years, you know, over the year. Sorry. Um, 
he's you know he's not at his dad's level yet, but he's, he's pretty fucking close, he's, dude. No, oh, hold on. With possessor he, and infinity pool, I argue he's got very close to two fucking masterpieces. Antiviral too. Any viral I like, but that's my least favorite of the three. And I would argue, like, just it's almost like an extension of Cronenberg's fucking mind with his movies, which is yeah. awesome. We get a new Cronenberg, The Shroud. Yes, year, I, so. and that's one of my that's probably my number one most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, uh, he may get there. I'm curious to see 20, 10, 20, 30 years from now if he can keep up the record his dad had. Which will be tough. <laughs> Never made a bad movie. So that's my number five, Infinity Pool. All right. My number five is about Robert Willie Picton, Pig Killer. Uh, see it as soon as you can. It's on, I think it's on VOD. So, uh, yeah. Uh, VOD, Blu-ray. Another yeah. Chad Farron. Chad Chad Farron knows how to work Flesh Wound. And, yeah, he's, he's making gems. But Pig Killer, man. I fucking love it. <laughs> Do you still yeah, quote? It's like I hear she'll let you put it in her pooper. <laughs> yeah, now Pig Killers, fuck all of those movies like Pig Killer and uh, Scalper and Nightcaller. All three of those have been really pleasant treats over the last month or so. Uh, so my number five, I hate to agree with Dan, but. It is Infinity Pool. I want to show off the cool ass steel book because nice. Yeah, I yeah. Infinity yeah. well, yeah, Pool, I thought would be number one. I'm curious to see your top. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, Infinity yeah, Pool just the year, Dan. <laughs> Infinity Pool, just in general, uh, it, it's everything I like. It's just weird artsy horror that's psychosexual. It goes into some psychedelic realms and. Yeah, I, I loved it. Has one of the coolest fucking practical effects, I think, of all year. I couldn't consider it a kill, so I didn't put it on our kill thing. But there's a scene where somebody gets their face ripped off and it turns into somebody else. And it's done by, I forget off the top of my head what his uh, actual name is. But he goes by like 13 F finger FX or some shit like that on Instagram. He, he's been working with David Cronenberg since Possessor, and he's a master of his craft. And this was a great showcase of his work. And, yeah, just Infinity Pool is weird as fuck. One of those horror movies where you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. But uh, for me, it's right up my alley. And anything Brandon Cronenberg or his dad David Cronenberg does, I'm going to be all over. And Yeah, can't wait for the shrouds. You know, I have a theory in Infinity Pool. I think Alexander Skarsgård just got too excited and just nutted. And then the director, Brandon, was just like, all right, unrated cut, unrated cut. You know what? I fucking would not say that that's uh, out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, And just... also, like, arguably, Mia Goth in that movie, I think, has one of the best performances of all year. Uh, she's fucking such a horrible villain in a horrible situation and just a manipulative nature of her character 
it, uh, it makes her super fucking scary because it's very real. She likes to kick people. I, I feel like I would have just note sold it and just went, huh. Like every time she's doing it, just, huh. <laughs> well, we know what I you're know, into, Dan. Dan's no Dan's face, like ever. Like, I don't want to see Ginger Strokes, Dan. Move well, on. You're going to see it every show. All right. New host openings. <laughs> cool. Well, Maybe we'll hire from within. Cool, cool dude. Let's get cool dude. <laughs> Hi, guys. Go readings and welcome to Flesh Room Features. Huh? <laughs> he had to the little Mickey Mouse laugh. Don't look in my white van. All right. Well, my number five. I don't have to say I hate to disagree with Dan because I like the person I'm agreeing with. But for the first time, I... Same director, Chad Farron, back again. Pig Killer, also my number five. Nice, so, nice. I know I hear Todd. <laughs> yeah. Cooper, yeah, you got you guys are on the same uh, the same level tonight. We're hitting 10-5. Let's see what happens with one, I guess. <laughs> I'd be shocked. <laughs> All be right. So <laughs> Best what the fuck scene. This is one that I, I don't know how it's defined. So we'll see. This might be a what the fuck. <laughs> this was easy as fuck for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mine wasn't, but the one I did was like the only one I could think of was what the fuck when I was watching it. So let's okay. go, Dan. What do you got? What's your best what the fuck moment scene of 2023? So there were a lot of scenes like that in Poor Things, but I, I gotta say it didn't make the cut. So the one that just like caught me totally off guard and had me going what the fuck because I wasn't expecting it was the seduction scene in Dream Scenario with Nick Cage, which was <laughs> hilarious. Awkward as, awkward as fuck and so funny. I was not expecting that at all, and I just thought that whole scene was just like, wow, what the fuck? Uh, if it's you've exactly seen it, how, you know. It's exactly how I expect Dan's rendezvous to go. <laughs> uh, maybe with Mia Goth. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> Just unload. <laughs> like, makeup. Yeah, throw uh, some extra on her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, best what the fuck scene <laughs> comes also again from Saltburn. It's it's at a funeral. I, oh. I've never rewind. I usually don't rewind <laughs> movies the first time watching. I rewound that scene maybe three or four times. I could not. I laughed my ass off. Like, did they really fucking do this? It's amazing. So, I thought you would again, go with a different no. scene. No, no, that 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 wasn't yeah. that weird to me. <laughs> I like pennies. Right. I need to. Todd, watch you need to watch Saltburn. <laughs> if it's still playing in the theater by me, I'm gonna go check it out either tomorrow or Friday. Okay. You'll know the yeah. scene, Todd. Okay. You'll think it's one before it. It's not. Just keep waiting. Okay. <laughs> right. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, for me, um, my what the fuck scene was the salt burn bathtub scene <laughs> for a while until last night I watched Bo is Not Afraid mm. or Bo is Afraid. I'm sorry. And uh, the penis monster. Takes the cake for the best <laughs> what the fuck scene of 2023. Pugs, if that is not 
you're if that's not enough for you to go and watch a movie, it's worth the three hours. It's Ari Aster. I just need the time, and I because <laughs> I have it. I'm ready to pull the trigger. <laughs> it, it, it's so worth it. Like for me, that movie just in general, like the first hour sucked me in. Second hour, not so much, but then Penis Monster. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great film, and uh, that's the Penis Monster from Bo is Afraid is definitely my best. What the fuck scene of 2023 because I was not expecting that at all, and it was awesome. And it was from what I saw, a lot of it was practical. So, shout out to you, Ari Aster, you're a fucking gem of a human being. Cosine. I went a completely different way with my best what the fuck scene. Mine was more less visual what the fuck and more of a what the fuck. And for those who've seen it, Eileen, the basement scene. <laughs> cool. When we get it, I was just like, what the fuck? So that that's mine. You guys are being awfully harsh on someone who's getting infections. <laughs> But say it again, Todd. Um, it is um, uh, Eileen from. Okay. Yeah, I still yeah, the basement. You don't. Why though? I, I, you I, guys I, make me want to watch it. Ah, you'll like it. it it's a downer. It's yeah. it's yeah. It's so, a lot to get through, but when if you make the trip, it's the I one think, thing that's you guys you you'll like some really type of pussy. Like no, no. no. No, no, no. It, it's um because it's drama heavy up top. This is why I don't think. So if you want to just only... watch the last act, <laughs> just do that. I'm good for a slow burn. Yeah, but it's not horror either. It's it's it's, it's not. It's yeah, it's fine. But if it's fucked up, I'm gonna be interested in it. Then do it, Kruger. I mean, for fuck's it. sake, dude, I like Gummo. Gummo's good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, watch that shit this week and get back to us on the next. <laughs> then you'd be like, I watched all that shit for that. But also has uh, Thomason on there and from yeah. last night in Soho. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. There you all go. Right. Yeah. So here we go. I, I'm sure Kruger has a few honorable mentions on this one too. So it is the best kill of 2023. So oh, this is my favorite <laughs> right. category, boy. Best I only have a few Um, So I was torn between two, um, and I went with the movie, because technically I guess this one could have been TV, and Fall of House of Usher had an interesting one. But my pick is When Evil Lurks, the dog dragging and eating the girl's face. Uh, that one had me standing up like, holy shit. And I don't know that anything else really did that for me this year in terms of gore. That one was just like, goddamn, and you kind of know it's coming, but that uh, when evil lurks scene is legendary in my book. Well, but I, I think I think what does that that scenes uh, so much justice is you find out about. Uh, and I just recently rewatched it, and like as watching it with a couple other people, you find out about the lore of what happens if you touch something, and then you see the dog. Go fuck around with homeboy's clothes, and then you're just like, "Oh fuck, no! Don't!" And then the dog runs away, and then like, you kind of forget about it for a second, and it comes back. The screen just grabs that fucking little girl. I mean, it is such a fucking great scene. It is. I highly enjoy that. Um. So, best kill for me 
it's actually been at the top of my list since early this year. Uh, it's the gurney off the ambulance from Cocaine Bear. Uh, there's nothing that brought me more joy this year than seeing that because that was a fucking knee slapper howl for me. That's <laughs> so fucking good. Road rash. Love it. That And then Fall of the House of Usher is, is has honorable mentions for goddamn sure. <laughs> uh, but what, what in that? Pick an episode. The acid rain scene was. Yeah, that, that that's what I was gonna say. That's oh, like okay. uh, that's up there uh, for one of my honorable mentions. The acid rain scene is pendulum. one of the cool. The cra- Well, that the pendulum was great, but the acid rain scene. I mean, watching people get burned to look like Freddy Krueger. I mean, how you know, looking like society it? for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, Before you go, Krueger. Do you want to do your pick, send to me, then do honorable mentions, or have me go, then you go? You go. Okay, that's why I was giving you the option. All right. For me, I went back and forth on a couple, and I actually got one I added last night, too, um, for Best Killer 2023. I'm sure the other one you're going to mention, so I'm not even going to mention it. But something about the simple brain smash of Night of the Hunted, I really just liked the popping, the, the... you know the Terminator kill, I guess, with a human. So, Fuck yeah, yeah. I, I like I like the simplicity of it, and um, yeah, that's my pick. Kruger, Dan, Dan hates that movie. I, oh, I know. I already figured out a way to fix it. I'll tell you. Off what here. what what movie was that? Night of the Hunted is the one from uh, what's his name? Uh, P two, right? Or yeah, it... the the one with the chick trapped in the gas station, and there's when sniper. Caesar calls in on the phone and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking right. thing! Wait, so what? Kill, what explain the kill because I need, the kill is the in my the CTA is at, my CTE is acting. It's the, the 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 like the car the comp the compactor that and she oh okay and pops yeah that that's fair that's fair that was a good kill yeah um, um but, but yeah I also either want a version where we loop the dialogue with Caesar or <laughs> if we can pay Maga Butcher enough I want that version. <laughs> The fact that you haven't had Necro Butcher on here, I, I, I think we might have to film him at a show. I have that. that we might have. To I, do, I, I don't listen to his interviews. He's not. Well, oh, I never see him do. See, I don't know if he does that. I don't mean he does. Nobody asks him. That's okay. the problem. Well, that'll change uh, next time I you see know, him. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, we're not sure of technology. All three of well, us will well, come at, up in our ask the guy that's in the business. I'll tell you. <laughs> Um, best kill of 2023. Obviously, this is my favorite category, but I have a lot that could be here. If I was going with like what I initially thought, it would be something out of the Godzilla. Ooh, but Ben Graham, Ben Ben just hit it. Gen V when he she snatches his dick. Uh. I would argue Gen V when her period comes. That was one of the most fucked up scenes, in my opinion, of all year. Because just the psycho, the psychological shit that has to do to you, you're like, and that's when you your body decides to kill its your parents. Like that's fucked up. But for me, my best kill of 2023 goes to Thanksgiving, and it's during the parade massacre. With the grandpa that's driving the boat, and the fucking boat gets hit by a truck, and that shit goes straight through the fucking back of his head, out the front, 
turns his face literally into a fucking a Picasso painting, mm-hmm. and his little ch- grandchildren are screaming, Grandpa, why fucking blood is squirting out of his fucking <laughs> face. Good. That fucking scene went. I, I looked at my girlfriend when I fucking watched it. I was just like, they went that fucking hard. Holy shit. And, and it's a movie coming from Sony. Like, granted, Sony's put out some good shit in the past, but I was just, with Thanksgiving, and I heard it was coming from them and not just, like, Lionsgate or something else, I thought, you know, it was going to be watered down a little bit, and I was gladly surprised through the whole movie but that kill out of the whole thing really stuck out to me but i do have a few honorable mentions um my second kill would probably be godzilla just stomping on those motherfuckers and them turning into a fucking blood cloud uh when he (laughs) rampages in japan in minus one that was pretty great but then my third has to go to malum the hanging scene and she's trying to stop the fucking noose and severs her fingers and cuts off her fucking head. Fantastic. And just uh, a nasty cannibal corpse on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It just, it was a nasty fucking scene. And that whole movie, I mean, it's gory as fucking just, it's got some amazing practical effects, but something about like watching somebody try to stop a noose, from fucking severing their head and then watching the fingers fucking get severed and then right there were like blades. Head. I'm trying to remember. I remember the kill. No, there wasn't the- blades. It was just the fact that the noose was tightening so hard. Oh, okay, okay. And it yeah, just sever- severed this uh, Asian cop's chick's fingers and it just, it was disgusting and fucking awesome. So uh, that's another one I, I had to bring up. All right. Um, well, okay, yeah, sorry, we already did be. So next we are up to number three. Four. We didn't do, wait. No, you're on number four. Wait, do we, do we skip, wait, do we go? No, soon? you're on number four. Didn't we just do best kill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, somehow we jumped one. Yeah, you oh, jumped well. best kill instead of best actor and actress, I think. Well, no, no, yeah, that I, I flopped yeah. those, but I went. Did we go what the fuck scene to number to best kill? Yes. Okay, that's yeah, what I fucked up. You doubled. Right. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just trying to figure out why it was off. There we go. Oh, wait, no. All right. Shit. Now I'm fucking moving shit. There we go. Four. Number four. All right. So, number four for me uh, was an earlier one in the year that I saw, and it's it's managed to hold up and be high on the list. It is the film from director Michelle Garza Cervera, Huesera, Bone Woman. Uh, love this movie. Probably one of the first movies we reviewed of the year, uh, near the top of the year. Uh, scary as shit. Wonderful film. Uh, you can go back and check out the review. Uh, I, I still really love this one. And I hope it gets more attention because I think she did a great job. Again. Yeah, I, I maybe do a rewatch for that. I don't know if I was just not in the right mindset, but when I watched it, I didn't really care for it too much. But I did think all the effects were really cool. Yeah, there were some really tense moments with the sort of, I don't want to give too much away, but kind of some of the contortion shit. 
Uh, well, my number, my number four, we've fucking sucked this movie's dick all year long. We probably will for a good long time to come because it's coming out in black and white pretty soon. Godzilla minus one. Uh, this movie fucking rules. I have nothing but praise for it. It's so good. Yeah. Gojira, thanks you. Um, my number four is probably just, I don't know. Like it, it feels like a mainstream movie, but at the same time, it has all the spirits of what I love about the franchise, and that's Evil Dead Rise. Um, I don't know if it's just the final act bringing a new creature into the Evil Dead franchise that we haven't seen before. That's very reminiscent of other Lovecraftian stuff. I like. Or if it's just the fact that I, I, I loved, uh, I forget what the hell her name is. The Sutherland? Ma- Elisa Sund- Sutherland as the yeah. Deadite mom. But I just Great look. I love the fuck out of that movie. I think it was the perfect sequel. It was everything I was expecting out of it. And I hope we get more uh, with the characters that survived through the Deadite mayhem. Uh, so yeah, Evil Dead Rise is my number four, and uh, I, I think Dead Eye Mayhem is a good t- title, by the way. That sounds like, like a that. video game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, speaking up. speaking of which, the Evil Dead video game is like basically dead now, which really sucks because it's only been out barely a year. But I still haven't played it once, though. So. Well, maybe <laughs> one of these days, but it, it, it it's it's basically dead, and it sucks. I've heard that. It was a solid game, but they just didn't add enough like later on. And I think with a lot of horror games, you need to add a bunch of shit. That's why Dead by Daylight's been fucking going for six years now, is because every killer there's like different things to get across, uh, uh, different things to like get across if you're like a survivor and stuff. But anyways, Evil Dead Rise, I thought it was exactly everything it needed to be and i enjoyed the fuck out of it and i hope eventually we get like the avengers of evil dead and we just get ash we get uh fuck what's her name from the remake i yeah i, I can't think of her name can't think of her name yeah but her and then the survivors from this movie all in a deadite apocalypse that's a movie I really want to see. And uh, I think Evil Dead Rise was just, it was the perfect sequel and did everything it needed to do to get me over as a fan. All right. Very cool. My number four almost didn't make the list until Dan reminded me it came out in January. <laughs> and that is Candyland. Who doesn't like watching Lot Lizards? But there's a hair on it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best lines the, oh, the, yeah. when will when william baldwin gives him, this year? Gold, gives him the dildo and he's like but there's a hair on it i fucking love that movie january 6th we i i had to have oh. we, <laughs> the day that yeah. living in for me <laughs> <laughs> was that the same day <laughs> that, is that 23 that happened or was that 20 there was some 22 film festival oh, okay. things but yeah yeah i don't remember but yeah, no, no, I was talking about the other. Never mind, Dan. No. So yes, Candyland. Well, originally I wasn't going to split up split up these two categories, but now I am because I, I I fucked up the numbers. So now we're gonna do best performance of 2023 for the actors. 
Sweet. All right. We'll do holes next. So, <laughs> well, they have holes. A hole. Uh, <laughs> two. Dan, get the joke there. A hole. Oh, okay. But there's two. You, so. you walked into that. Gag. That wasn't on purpose, but I'll forgive you. All right. Gag. Let's see. Are we Are we all? Oh, God damn it, Barry Horowitz. Come on. Best performance of the year, Dan. All right. For the actor. Best best actor of the, the year for me uh, was this one wasn't too hard actually uh, Tobin Bell for Saw X oh, cool. it, that late in the game for a character that's been around that long uh, to be able to not reinvent exactly but do different things with his acting and his character I thought it was really impressive I thought Tobin was excellent in Saw X and uh so I went down the list. I was like, yeah, as far as horror movies go, yeah, pulling at the heartstrings. Wasn't expecting that. So Tobin Bell, Saw X, best actor. Yeah, him just sitting there and crying made me very depressed. <laughs> so I agree. Yeah, I can't argue. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, da- Damien Salomon, uh, the the lead actor from um, When Evil Lurks. Oh, good pick. He's fucking okay. awesome. Well, uh, my best actor is uh, Ryunosuke Kamiki mm. or Kamaki. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm fucking not very great at Japanese. But as uh, Kaiochi Shikishima in Godzilla Minus One, uh, who is the lead actor, he fucking, dude, just the scenes when he's having PTSD, yeah. waking up from the night. Am I alive or am I dead? And you know the girl consoling like Keep those touching scenes, like that. You're gonna be dead. <laughs> yeah, like don't like dude tears through my eyes and just his whole performance of how he just basically feels like he needs to be a martyr for his country after chickening out of one of the worst things you could ever be asked to do from your country. Uh, I felt for that character, and I think him in that performance. He's one of the greatest human characters we've ever got in a film in general, but also a Godzilla film. And he deserves that praise. So uh, shout out to Ryunosuke Kamaki as uh, Kochi Shikishima. Well, I went a different way. I went with what I consider who's soon to be the modern day Joe Spinell. I want that alcohol coming out of that poorest performance from the one and only Russell Crowe in The Pope's Exorcist. I can't be mad at it. Unhinged, I, man. I, right? right? I'm I still, you, he's becoming a modern-day Joe. I, I still want the sequel where he's riding the scooter through like a McDonald's. I, I wish they could have just crossed over down. into none too, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> hey, Pope's Exorcist was dumb fun. I like that. Yes, movie. I want to be the Conjuring Universe, take care of everyone. <laughs> he's come he to just, exercise everyone. He's just fucking up Annabelle. He's taking them all. <laughs> <laughs> he just eats Annabelle alive. <laughs> <laughs> so you can never kill evil and he's like watch this he just like literally just fucking eats her <laughs> all right I, we're on number three oh, we're getting down to top three so we're doing female after yeah i split okay. them up because we 
That's cool. I, I fucked up and doubled up categories. I had it perfect every other. And oh, okay. Watched. Back to three. So yes, we're, we're on three. So yes. Okay. Three. All right. Number three for me. Another Frankenstein story. Birth Rebirth from director Laura Moss. I fucking love this movie so much. Uh, it some of the best acting I've seen in a horror movie in a long time. Uh, and yeah, it's also on Shutter, so it's not hard. I, I think it still is. Uh, so it shouldn't be hard to check out. Uh, Birth Rebirth is wonderful and uh, hits you in the feels too. It's a rough one. Man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Speaking of rough, my number three. This movie feels like it was fucking made for me. Uh, except I don't speak their language. It's Megalomaniac. Uh, the visuals on screen are fucking incredible. Almost my number 10. That was that or Cobweb. Okay. Yeah. I would have. Well, clearly I would have whipped it with something. Um, yeah. It's, it. Go watch it. It's fucking great. It's too good to, for words. Feel, feel Feels kind of like Shrum, but also like in an artsy mm-hmm. way. So which is really So dark cool. and cool. God, I love that fucking movie. What are we agree? Yeah, megalomaniacs and shit. That almost made my top ten, folks. Uh, my number three is Venus. Just, yeah. dude, it, it's it, it's like fucking Alex de Iglesia made a Lovecraft adaptation. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Even though it wasn't done by Alex de Iglesia, uh, and he did just produce it. The director. Uh, also director of the record movies he 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 nailed the feel the craziness the bad shitness of a lovecraft movie that you want to see rather than just like a straight adaptation and made the perfect lore i would love to see him add more to his lovecraftian world if venus is a part of it because i think he hit the nail on the head when it comes to the horror fan that wants to see a Lovecraft adaptation. It has a little bit of Evil Dead, a little bit of just crazy batshit Spanish horror, and uh, naked, silent hill looking women, fucking (laughs) priests with tentacles coming out of their crotches. Fucking fantastic movie and definitely one of my favorites of the year. We do need a great Blu-ray, though. Like, Severin, fucking Vinegar Syndrome, somebody, please put out an awesome 4K of this movie. Because not Caravision only... Could possibly, too. Caravision, too, yeah. Uh, because it, it's visually amazing, soundtrack's amazing, and the stuff you see on screen is hard as fuck, so... Yeah. All right. My number three is a weird one. Because I'm the only one who's got it. And this is a movie that was released in 2023, but since it's theatrical release, there's no VOD yet. So it's pretty much when it was out. And that is Malibu Horror Story. That's my number three. I loved it for found footage. It was great. Unfortunately, the VOD hasn't happened yet, so I don't know what's going on. So hopefully everyone will get to watch it soon. Bizarre. Yeah, it it was a theatrical release in 2023. That's why it's like... Yeah. It's one of those because most people aren't going to see it till next year 
or this year, probably maybe this year. Do you, do you think it's one of those things though, where they're gonna wait till fucking like October and just fucking throw it out there on VOD? Then they could, but that seems like a weird yeah. one because you they're either that they're sitting out a deal, maybe trying to get a certain amount from Shutter or Screenbox yeah. to get a, a streaming deal too. That could be part of it, but yeah, that one and they both should try for it. So yeah, that's my number three. So I won't be surprised if you know care about it next year too but it's definitely you know i'm counting it because it was a theatrical release it's not like a festival release that's different yeah so all right that's that and now we have oh wait wrong one there we go jesus i thought we already did this category oh wait that was a different one hey holes all right. Kruger was there. trying to be progressive and give us one category. Dan's like, no, we need two. We need the him and the hers. We've always had actor. actor. We've never done this before, Dan. <laughs> I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about you said never we. done it before. Do the Oscars separate it yet? Separate I mean, yet? Sep- yeah. They keep it separated. So yeah, they're old school. Oh, Dan, we're, yeah. They're also, yeah. Okay. It's the Oscars. I'm just saying. Dan wants his segregation and he wants it forever. <laughs> there we go. Uh, no, your place. I even switched it so it says actresses. All right. Best actress. Uh, I had a tough time because it's a toss up in the same movie with Burf Rebirth. And I went with uh I went with Judy Reyes from Burf Rebirth. Marin uh Ireland is a very close second. She was also great in Eileen. But uh, Judy Reyes, in terms of just portraying grief and uh, where the dark path that grief leads you down, I thought was amazing. Uh, best acting I've seen uh, from the entire year from those two ladies. But Judy Reyes gets the win. Well, the first half is re and then slash. Someone <laughs> no, else say it so we can. Okay. Hat <laughs> slash man. Hat slash man. You we'll should go with that, that, man. Put that on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Please. Uh, so, best performance from an actress for me. I, if she was just, we were just mentioning her as my number three in Megalomaniac. Her name is Elaine Eileen Schumacher. She was uh, so good. Yeah, it's just tragic and psychotic, and just yeah, she just full circle. A uh, Venn diagram of fucked up. I I thought she did fantastic. <laughs> that, that that's like a great term. Venn diagram of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. uh, best actress of twenty twenty three for me. Um, actually, I was right there with you, Pugs, for the girl in Megalomania because she was amazing. But I had to go with Esther Exposito as Lucia and Venus. Just. Dude, she was just badass. Like, there's a point in that movie where you're just like, this bitch is done. And then she's just like, let me take some Molly, motherfucker. I ain't fucking (laughs) done. Fucking downs that shit and goes into the the fucking fire like she's Ash from fucking Evil Dead. Like, she is awesome. And also the scenes where she's like practically ODing and half dying and just fucking twitching and shit. She was fucking fantastic. So, Esther Exposito, you get my uh, best actress performance of 2023. Fuck yeah. Todd? Favorite hole? I'll do it again. <laughs> Jessa Flux, murder size, look at my tits! <laughs> yeah! 
<laughs> but all all seriousness, she has improved. She's she I like I believe her in that scene from you know her first stuff. Like she's my favorite, she's, she's my favorite character in the whole movie. I you believe her when she's upset that they're not looking at her tits. I mean, you feel it, it's believable, but no. I love her. Great. That's that was that's my actress of I don't know why we split the categories. You see why I was fighting it. It was the same. We need to get that interviewed, son. Yeah, yeah well. And Todd, we have a new uh, poster uh, uh, to make. Indiana Dan and the Temple of Porn. Thank you, Daily Ghost. <laughs> so what, Dan, yeah, did, Dan sitting in his living off. room? Dan wants I wouldn't rip that off because San Fernando Jones and the Temple of Poon is a Ron see? Jeremy film. Yeah, so but it's all right. He's not using it anymore. Yeah. You can just Early have him play the role again. Look at Harrison Ford in the last movie. Just come on, Ron. Just look. How do you know it's his last movie, control. Dan? You kill it off. He, he can play the mummy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what we got next? Oh yeah, we got another one. Okay, yes. Number two. Number two. All right. Number two for me is talk to me from the Filippo brothers. Uh, rock, rock and work can be said. Uh, great A24 movie and also uh, mainstream too. Like, I mean, the concept, but it shows what you can do with creativity with the, you know, basic sort of monkey's ball idea and then just taking it to interesting places. Uh, talk to me was fantastic. It, it deserves number two. Also, if you're a fan of talk to me, check out the JRE with uh the directors very cool little insight on what they went through making that movie and also yeah. uh racka racka guys if you need somebody for a deathmatch documentary that a24 is putting out soon there you go there easy you go. to contact easy to find he's calling out schlack too that punk keeps decking you <laughs> um my number two is when evil lurks this movie made me so happy going to see it in the theater. And then again, I I'm, I'm a little weird at times. So I was laughing at inappropriate scenes, getting some looks, then go fuck themselves. Cause this movie again, made for me, that is my favorite fucking thing of the whole movie, dude. I never mm-hmm. knew Ben Grimm, same page when he lurks. I never knew I wanted to see that. Uh, so bad. And, <laughs> Either. Um, yeah. I have, I have a new popcorn bowl now. So <laughs> when evil works is a shit, go see it. Well, my number two is Thanksgiving. Uh, It was absolutely everything I wanted it to be. It was as gory as I wanted it to be. I think it goes up there with Terrifier and Terrifier 2. And there's some of the great slashers we've gotten over the years. Last Madden It's up there with one of the greatest slashers we've gotten in the last two decades. And it has the same spirit. As a 80s slasher when it comes to the gore and the kills and stuff, but then it has also some spirit of the Scream franchise and stuff like that. I think it just, it's something for everybody. It's a good mash of two eras of slasher films together, and I cannot fucking wait for the sequel. Uh, so yeah, Thanksgiving's my number two and shout out to Eli Roth. I think that's the best movie you've ever fucking made. And Let's uh let's stay on this uh pony train. Thanksgiving too. All right. Well, pugs, we're three for three. Ben, you're in on this one also. And my number two is also when evil lurks. Right on. 
So, all right. Well, we got one. Oh, geez. Here we go. Yeah, the ship pickle. Time for the mood changer. <laughs> Biggest ship uh, pickle. Should, should we let Should we let Dan go last? I think he should make. Yeah, Dan. Dan one. needs to go last because he's going to have a list. Yeah. All right. So this is the slasher. This is the best kill. By there can only be one ship pickle. <laughs> Uh, All well, right, bugs go for it. So the biggest shit pickle for me, um, there's I don't ha- I don't really like harp on shitty fucking movies, so I do my best to forget them right away. And this easily is for me was the most forgetful. It's till death do us part. That shitty wedding movie that oh. I had, I felt nothing about. I barely yeah. fucking remember. I just know I wasted my fucking time. So yeah. it goes to them. Flush. Um. <laughs> My biggest shit pickle of 2023 is actually creepy pasta that was put out by Shudder. Okay. It was the biggest disappointment for me because I was hoping for an anthology film that had some of my favorite creepy pastas in it, and instead it was just some fucking bullshit that with some fucking amateur ass filmmakers fucking throwing in their fucking shorts into a cornucopia of fucking dog shit. I hated that fucking movie and I disdain everybody that's ever that ever fucking was a part of it. So there you go. <laughs> Creepy pasta is my biggest shit pickle of 2023. I wouldn't just flush it. I would fucking like pour some fucking disinfectant over it because it was such a nasty shit. It would just not go down. The <laughs> so shit storm, you would say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> One of Todd's favorites. <laughs> yes. Um, top 10 winning. <laughs> All right. I, I, I never get at this one. Cause it's like, I forget so much and like, there's nothing like, and something that I really didn't like, I like one that was, you know, one of your favorites that I don't like, but I don't think it's a shit pickle of the year, but it's one I'm like, don't like. So I just went with one that kind of the outwaters. I, it didn't work for me. Nothing about it. I liked it. That's wasn't. Fair. Yeah. So, I mean, Dan, go ahead. Have your your all go, right. Go your Which shit, Corpia. Your Mormon. I love. I love shitting on things. You're German. I could. I could shit on Wrath of Becky. That I considered shit. I could shit on Insidious Red Door, which I thought was just what a waste and franchise killer. I could also shit on We Have a Ghost from Netflix because, god damn, that was fucking trash. I could even shit on Don't Look Away, the mannequin movie that I think we all hated. Um, and I'm not going to do the easy thing by shitting on Exorcist Believer, because though it is a shit pickle, it is not the biggest shit pickle. And believe it or not, Pugs, I'm not picking Fog City, because I don't tend to do lower budget uh, indie movies like that. But that is probably <laughs> fucking... That is not even a shit pickle. That is something in, in the next round. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Pugs as number one, brother. So, so it's not it's, Amityville, Karen, from your favorite not, director. <laughs> it is not not even Cool Duder, not even Dustin Ferguson. That's just too that's low hanging fruit. So my biggest shit pickle of the year because it had it had no excuse to suck as bad as it did is Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Really, I, I like thought that was a <laughs> Fucking piece of crap, a waste of a great cast. David Duchovny felt like he Almost was made my top 10. 
It didn't molest me like it did Dan. I I thought it was fine. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines was a fucking piece of shit. Worse than Exorcist Believer, and that's impressive. Um, I can see why it went direct to streaming. Uh, I I really do. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines had no business. Could I say Fog City was worse? Probably. Don't Look Away was shockingly bad. I thought that would at least. Yeah, that one. I don't know. Yeah, I figured that would mean something. But But Pet Cemetery Bloodlines did nothing for me. It was a lifeless, poorly conceived, poorly written, poorly acted. And considering the cast, that's shocking. It's garbage. Hated it. Hated it. Right on. All righty. Wasn't as painful as I expected. No Blumhouse films. The fuck? No. No. Uh, in fact, uh, again. This is when Blumhouse Dan is like serious. Here. He puts the gimmick aside and is like, I'm legitimately picking. I'm not just shitting on him to sure. do it. I, I was close. Fog City was on it, but then I would be breaking my rule when it's a super low budget movie. It's like, eh, low hanging. Yeah, yeah but why you got to set up your own rules? <laughs> That's how I do it. That's all yeah. right, number one, the big cheese. Oh, God, that was fucking. Let's ridiculous. fucking go. I almost said the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. <laughs> Dan's pronouns. Right. So, number one of the year. Probably not going to be a big shock for me on this one. Uh, best film of the year for me is When Evil Lurks. I think it is a masterpiece. And honestly, this one, I saw it. Nothing ever come came close after I saw it. Uh, I think it's in a league of its own, and when evil lurks, there you go, Demian Rugna. You got the best horror movie of 2023 for me. Right now, shout out. Yeah, that was Give actually. Yeah, was that was just... neck and neck with my number one. My number one. I was going through like a funk where I didn't want to go to the theater. I was mad at everything. Uh, like I didn't want to leave the house. But when I saw Talk to Me, I'm like, this is why I like horror. This is the reason to leave and see it on a big screen. Uh, those guys just knocked it out of the park. Thank you, YouTube, for finding them, and Rock thank you for giving me this. Thank you for giving me this fucking movie. It, it is a favorite, like legitimately. Yeah, I, I love everything about this. If can, can they have kid trauma, if, ah, just it's just it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. I'm glad this is. Yep. We're getting a prequel, so we'll see. We're getting I'm a prequel, curious. and also let's just start the campaign. Uh, Ronald McDonald versus Michael Kruger. Let's do it. <laughs> If you if you don't know, one of the fucking directors is crazy like me and likes to get cut up with glass. So, um, yeah, there you go. So my number one big fucking surprise, Godzilla. Kruger, pause, pause. I have an idea and I got to get it out of my head. Taipei deathmatch. Terex dips the titties in the glass. Titty to get me Yeah, shut the fuck up. Just imagine. Both show you cocksucker. <laughs> Anyways, my number <laughs> one. Fucking thanks for interrupting with Terex's fucking titties. <laughs> all right. If I saw you right now. I fucking G grip you and choke slam you through <sighs> all those fucking pictures behind you. <laughs> Godzilla minus one. Fucking just. Perfection, uh, the greatest Godzilla movie I've ever seen since the original. Uh, I still stand by. I, 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 the original is the best movie for me, especially after just seeing it a week ago in theaters. But 
Minus one's definitely number two. Has the most action, the greatest human characters, possibly the greatest Godzilla ever uh, with his personality, the effects. Parts of the effects make me wonder if there was practical effects used, which is something in CGI that never happens for me, but goddamn, they fucking did it. And let's just, I just really, really hope, and like, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, this is my favorite movie of the year, I want to see more, I hope this guy doesn't get sucked up by Hollywood after fucking, you know, he probably wins an Oscar, because I fucking, and fingers crossed, this motherfucker's gonna win a goddamn Oscar, it fucking deserves it, it's one of the best fucking movies of the fucking year, and has probably the best characters out of any movie of the fucking year, and you know, Oppenheimer may be fucking great, but this people showed what this motherfucker did to the people, and that fucking means more than what the fuck we built to fucking destroy them. So, God damn it, Godzilla Minus One deserves a fucking Oscar, and I hope to God that this guy is just... I know he wants to do a Star Wars movie. Go do your Star Wars movie, and then fucking come back, and please just add on to this fucking universe, because I would love to see a fucking franchise in Godzilla, where we have Godzilla reappearing every 10 years. That would be a very cool way of doing a throwback, bringing in some throwback monsters, and just having some type of lore where he reappears every 10 years because another kaiju comes through the fucking city. I think that would be awesome, and whatever the fuck this guy does with Godzilla, I I trust, but I think that's the way to go, and I really want sequels. Godzilla Minus One, though, is just, it's perfection. And as a kaiju fan, I can't be happier with that movie. Even as, like, it had me reevaluate my love for Shin Godzilla. And that was, like, something that just took me back. Because I realized I love that movie because of all the horror aspects and all the fucking destruction and just fucked upness that happened in that film. But... This took it to another level and brought you with the character drama that made you feel more. So when there's children crying, just like in the original 1954 film, you feel for those children. This movie is its a fucking masterpiece of monster movies, a masterpiece of kaiju cinema. And I, if you haven't seen Godzilla Minus One, uh, it is not playing past this date, but... Next week, we'll start a week of black and white showings of the film. So go check that out. It's Godzilla minus one minus color. They're only showing it for a week, but it looks like they're putting it in most cinemas. So check that shit out. Sorry. That's what they said like last you. time. January 26th <laughs> is when it starts, right? Yeah. Yeah. January 26th. Uh, and then it will be playing for a week after. Hopefully it gets an extension, but again, this is like a very special way of watching the film. So, how many weeks are we at on the other one of this? Oh, dude, what was it? The beginning of December, December first, or some shit like that? And then fucking, it's yeah, it's well because it's making money, and the fact that it's made as much money as it has, I just broken more records than any uh, international film, Oscar stuff. Please, please, please. And I'm not talking about the international, you know. I don't want. We'll take it. Well, I'll want I want that the for sure. One. But yeah, <laughs> I think it well, should. Dude, be. I mean, effects alone, 
Yeah, we deserve that. But like at the same time, Sound. There's, best yeah. actor, best director. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it, it it is absolutely one of the best movies you can watch all year. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't even need to be a Godzilla fan to enjoy that movie. The one of the coolest things that I heard was like, uh, my girlfriend's uh, sister and her boyfriend went and watched the movie, and they're not big Godzilla fans, but they're like, that was fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah, because that's like what kaiju cinema should be and it can be. And like, that's the best we've gotten in fucking so many years. Give this guy the fucking book. I want him to make three more Godzilla movies at least, but I I do want him in Star Wars. I I think he would do, I think he would kill it. I think I fucking love Star Wars. Go fuck yourself. Sorry, I know, but it's. I don't no. think I don't At know. Least I don't they think try to revive that. Yeah, but if they, if they don't if even they, like that other shitty. But movie. if the if the guy wants to do it, fuck it's hard to it. it. And he wanted to make this movie so fucking bad. I'm, I have nothing but confidence in this gentleman. If he can do it for a lower budget, which I think he could. I think everything's gonna have to be at a lower budget now. Hollywood, the way it was, it's not making money, and they know that now. There's yeah. no way around it. And, and yeah. I also want to say, if you're if you enjoy Godzilla minus one and just want to be more into what this director has done in the Godzilla universe, check out Godzilla The Ride. There's some HD videos of it on YouTube, and it was basically... Like, he had done one other Godzilla thing where Godzilla appeared in one of his films uh, for, like, five seconds, but then he did Godzilla The Ride, and that's kind of what landed him this job in Toho. He he did Spirit 2? No, no. The movie Spirit Godzilla away? Pop- no, the movie Godzilla pops up for t- a short said <laughs> It's something uh fuck. Hold on. I, I could tell you right now. Well, I know um, there's the Spirit, the sequel to it, the one that like he pops some. I didn't know if it was the same guy or that's a different one. Zombie also would like some clarification. The 10 year in timeline or 10 years in film time. As in what? When you want uh, uh, Godzilla to pop up every 10 years. No, Godzilla is in uh, timeline. So we have Godzilla pop up in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. And then we eventually get to the point where he's back on like current day. Um, One of them in the 90s when he gets into like gangster rap, starts wearing the do-rag backwards. And <laughs> well, starts I mean, smoking mothra, do a drive. I just go by G-Zilla today. All right, so, <laughs> so the movie that shooting <laughs> the, the the movie I'm talking about that he pops up in is called Always uh, yes. Sunset on Third it's Street. Part the second that's the second one. There's always is the first one. So he directed that too. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know. Yeah, because that's the first time you see CG Godzilla in that dream sequence. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh shit! And and, and that and it. ironically, if you go back and look at it, it's a very similar design. And then eventually, Toho asked him back to do the Godzilla 4D ride that they were having. Okay. And, See, I knew uh, that. I didn't know he did the the. Yeah, and then he did the 4D ride. And honestly, if you guys are fans of Godzilla, go watch the fucking 4D ride footage that's on YouTube. Godzilla fucking suplexes King Ghidorah in it. Fucking Rodan comes in. It, it's badass, and it's basically the same God, Godzilla design as in minus one. The only difference he did was with the dorsal plates. Hmm. Uh, right. To answer Zombie's question, Pugs, have you seen Wingman and X-Wing Story? I have not. That, that's Star Wars? Uh, yeah, X-Wing. 
I oh, just okay. watched that, and I, I I have to look up the name. Um, the the documentary on the Star Wars holiday. Oh, that, fucking uh, shit! Earth Day? Not Earth Day. N- no, um, Living. I can't fucking remember. Hold on, if you want me to tell you what it was called, it's a disturbance. Oh yes, Life Day is what you're trying to say. Life Day, yeah. But it's a disturbance in the force of the documentary. It's actually pretty good. I mean, oh. even if you're not a Star Wars fan, just how that thing happened. What's it on? Um. I'd have to double check. You look, look after and let me know because yeah. that, that sounds awesome. All right. But yeah, um, Godzilla minus one, my number one. So, Todd, let's hear yours before we go through all of our top tens real quick. And mine, mine's obvious, I think. And that's Paul Ragsdale and Angela Dialba's murder size. I mean, you said it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> on the murder size show that it was going to be my favorite. I think yeah. you said, yeah. And I purposely have not tried not to talk about it to not make it. yeah because i thought it was super obvious which it is so it came out twice i mean jessa flux is my dude, favorite you, yeah the it, dude it's a good fucking slasher movie yeah. I, I give credit it, where credit's due. it works slasher funny it's 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 like everything i want in in, in one movie so. it might have been the lesbians that put triple x miss over that one for me see i i really like triple x miss but i do i i think the the tone is just right in 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 a murder size. I I think yeah. with Triple Xmas, I I while I love it, I yeah, I didn't make my list. I didn't even consider it. it so, but scene made my. I understand. I was glad it was represented by someone. So, because <laughs> representation matters, right, Pugs? Yes, I've been told. <laughs> Until you found out it was real. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Blue Beetle looking at you. <laughs> so, all right. Anyone else have any? Anyone else? Okay, let's recap. Then we'll see if anyone else has honorable mentions. All right. Oh, Do we want to just Dan? We'll go with the yeah, same we'll order. Go in order. So Dan. Uh, yeah, I'm. Um, I'm just reading them ten to one real quick. Uh, so my number ten was Cobweb. My number nine was Brooklyn Forty Five. My number eight was Unicorn Wars. My number seven, Holy Spider. Six, Poor Things. Five, Infinity Pool. Four, Huissera, the Bone Woman. Uh, number three, Birth Free Birth. Number two, Talk to Me. And number one, When Evil Lurks. Cool. My top 10, coming from 10 to 1. Uh, number 10 is Abigail, not the one releasing this year. This is for 2023. Um, Number nine is Cocaine Bear. Number eight, Totally Killer. Number seven, Megan. Number six, Venus. Number five, Pig Killer. Four, Godzilla Minus One. Number three, Megalomaniac. Number two, uh, When Evil Lurks. And number one, Talk to Me. All right. And uh, my number my number 10 was The Quantum Devil. My number nine was Renfield. Number eight, was a creature is stirring number seven was when evil lurks number six was malum very fitting number five was infinity pool number four was evil dead rise number three was venus number two was thanksgiving and number one was godzilla minus one nice nice my number 10 was abigail same one as pugs Number nine, totally killer. Number eight, Chad Farron scalper. Number seven, 
Thanksgiving. Number six, talk to me. Number five, Chad Farron's Pig Killer. Number four, Candyland. Three, Malibu's. Um, excuse me, I was gonna say Malibu's most wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Three Malibu horror story. About twenty-four years too late. <laughs> Two when evil lurks, and number one, fairly obvious murder size. Nice. There we go. Right. So I didn't see this get mentioned, but like things that I think should. I have three here. Uh, Freaks versus the Reich that was uh, mentioned. Fall of the House yeah. of Usher that was mentioned. It's not a movie; it's a show on Netflix. It's fucking great. It and is. Then I loved it. The number one I had to include it here somehow. Streaming on Screenbox, and you can also buy uh buy it a uh, physical copy, and they have an exclusive steelbook at Walmart. Uh, Robodoc, the mm. Robocop documentary so fucking good it might it, it could have been number one movie for me but we, you know, we, we should so. totally do a documentary because i was gonna put over we kill for love another great documentary this year yeah. but that would be my favorite doc of yeah absolutely last several years yeah. probably <laughs> yeah we kill for love if you haven't seen it great robodoc is a must if you like robocop even a oh, little yeah. bit you need to go there it yeah, i've been it, watching this movie for 37 plus years I, there was something I had no idea. Todd it got by Todd too. He's yeah, much longer than me, and it's One, yeah, it's great. Robo also, Robo I've been called bitches leave the Robo. Oh Club. my god, that would have been. Well, I I, I also want to put over the Robert England documentary. It's pretty mm, fucking yeah. fantastic yeah. too. The Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares, the Robert England story that was fucking great. Also, Shark Exploitation. Yeah, that was really good too. For yeah. for a little niche thing, like if you're a fan of those movies, that's a fucking really good like watch list documentary where you could just pick stuff through. Um yeah. God is a bullet too, dude. Like that movie surprised the fucking shit out of me. Barn Great. two was one of my faves. Well, uh Ben Barn ben Two, Brinton. I would consider one of like the uh one of the movies from last year because isn't that when the DV, uh, the Blu-ray got put out? Well, yeah, it, it is. That's the whole thing, yeah. But that was that, great though. I love I love the fuck out of it. I love the first barn, but barn two was the shit too. That's um, why I was gonna bring up I wanted to add the like the Discovery. The, yeah, like whatever, like the new favorite you discovered like so if you watched something for example in 2023 i found pickaxe which became a new favorite you <laughs> motherfucking cunt <laughs> <laughs> oh, but i mean um, but i mean that's the idea because that's something i didn't see in a previous year but it's something i you know but like that's the idea so for for me when it comes to that i'm trying to look at like what i saw yeah, yeah, I, I I normally look over and see, but yeah, but yeah, that's a, just a thought I had. No, that, I, that, that's a good category for next year. Best best new watch you've seen all year. Um, but were there any other? Because I have a few mentions too that no one's done yet. Do you have any more pugs, Kruger? Uh, I'm, I'm um, good. Yeah, I just, I, I, I'll go for it. I got a couple. Um, well, first off, Satanic Hispanics was pretty fucking great. Yeah. Um, and I think that movie belongs like up there. It was on my top 10 for a really long time. Last Voyage of Demeter, whether it may not work for a lot of people or not, if you're an old school creature fan and you just want to see a cool Dracula story where he's more of a monster than a playboy, 
Mm-hmm. Fucking definitely one to watch. Moon Garden, fucking great fantasy horror uh, where it has the perspective of a little girl, which you really don't get in many films nowadays. And again, Dan said in his review, it's a risky fucking business when you go into something like that. But she did fantastic, and that's really a great movie for anybody. Uh, Project Wolf Hunting. Yeah, fuck yeah. That was up on my top ten forever. Um, it That movie's hard as fuck. Gory as hell. Basically Con Air plus Resident Evil. Uh, Good call. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it, it's, it's awesome. And uh, other than that, Dark Harvest. Great fucking Halloween horror. Uh, I know Todd wasn't a big fan of that. And then uh, just a few oddballs in here. From Black was in my top 10 for a very long portion of the year. It felt like a almost like an offset Hellraiser story. Uh, really enjoyed that. And then uh, 65, why it's not the greatest movie in the world if you're a fan of dinosaur horror. Check out 65. Okay. Dan, did you have any? Uh, I have just a couple. Um, Five Devils, definitely one of my favorite uh, films of the year. I just didn't think like the tiny bit of horror and they're really qualified. Um, But excellent. Five Devils, seek it out. Uh, Another one, not a horror movie. It is a ghost story of sorts, but uh, Falcon Lake. More of a coming of age thing, and that one hit me hard. That's that is a fantastic movie, but again, more of a drama than anything. Um, I think most of the rests were were pretty well covered. Dark Harvest, great movie, just didn't quite make my list. I got a few that no one mentioned too. I'm surprised you didn't mention Kruger the third Saturday in October, part five or one. It, I, I liked one the best. It was okay. up there, but again, like there was other better slasher movies throughout the year. I think one that came very close to being in my top ten, if it wasn't for a couple movies, um, Abigail s- snuck in there late too. Um, Hunter Killer, I really like that one from. Early I haven't in the seen year. that yet. Still okay. I th- you're gonna like that one. Um, I might. I don't know. Might be building it up too high now. <laughs> but Hunter uh, Killer was a good meat good. potatoes slash. Yeah. I liked it a lot too. Love the lead. Doesn't too. reinvent the wheel, but it does it well. Yeah, yeah. I'm in um, for that, brother. Uh, another one, Nefarious. That was Oh, <laughs> that was Nefarious just... was fun. I mean, it's a propaganda film, but it's still like I uh, yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, another just... well, no. I all right. I won't say I hated it. I liked, like, it kept me engaged through the whole movie, but then the ending, I was just like, really? Really? All right, fine. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny, because all these little ones that, like, no one hit, other than Santa Stein, which I just want to throw out there, because I really like that one. Fuck but, the, like, the rest I have are just the the few others that got really small releases. Nefarious, Shaky Shivers, um, Soulmates, and yep. then one of my favorite, and this... The Blackening? This, 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 you know what? I should have gave this my... Indie of the year, and that is fuck you, fire on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I I had fun. Uh... 
Yeah, that one was. Oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't I'd say the whole thing was like super. Sam Stein was my number. Five. I do like that Lance Henriksen. <laughs> I like that Lance Henriksen uh, was willing to just like fucking die until they gave him the cigarettes. <laughs> that was hey, one of well. my funny moments. Yeah. <laughs> As an ex-smoker, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all right. That was uh two and a half hours. Not bad. Yeah. And we started off hot and look at it's calm as fuck. <laughs> uh, well, we had a moment towards the tail end. I, I said Well, the... you can't help yourself, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best example because it was the truest example. Was it though? Okay, true is fine. <laughs> I love you, Cougar. <laughs> you want me to play the theme now, too? No. You want my blood pressure to go through the roof and have me? Well, I got, I got that, too, family. though. <laughs> I, got, I got the blood pressure gimmick. Watch. Too. One of these days, you're going to do all three of those, and I'm going to be over here. <laughs> Please Oh, was there anything we forgot? I mean, between the four of us, I think we covered pretty much everything. I think we did a good cover. Yeah, good coverage of the year. Also, I thought Onyx before Atuitis might make one of your lists because I did have fun with that. It was close. And, you know, <laughs> we didn't fun. mention I did see it made. Was it yours, Slasher? I can't remember. Uh, and Slasher said Dark. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, there you yes. go. Anybody watching this video, please drop your top tens. I, I always find it interesting to yeah, see please. what everybody. I tried to in. throw them. Yeah, up I want to see what I missed too. Like that's why I love yeah. about top ten videos. I always like find something that fell off my radar. So, and I guarantee somebody who watches this is going to find some. <laughs> best oh, yeah. nudity, best shit pickle. Drop them all in the comments if you want. Yeah, Flog yeah. City and Todd, you got to watch Saltburn. Uh, yes, I know. I I almost went and saw because I asked you guys if I should go see it in theaters. I still don't think you need to see it on a big screen, but if you're there, I, 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 I my thing about seeing it in theaters, I'll focus more. And okay. I'll be then maybe then maybe that's why because I, I mean, it's it could, a good movie and I'm it's not a horror movie and I liked it. Sometimes you got to fight for my attention. If you have got some something flashy or my yeah, I'm getting a. You like Barry Keegan? Who? The kid, the, the new Joker. Oh, well, oh, he would have been, yeah. No, he will be. Oh, I thought that wasn't happening anymore. Yeah, which oh. one's he? J- I don't Joker. Yeah, uh, killing yeah. the sacred deer, the weird kid yeah. with the spaghetti. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't have any thoughts here. Or there, uh, fucking, what's the Dunkirk? He was the 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 friend on the boat. When my screen went black, I was having a cookie. So you not, gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> gotcha well we'll be back with our normal scheduled programming uh right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah what we got coming up next week i know we we're talking about we we're talking about underground the big one is destroy all neighbors so we'll probably definitely be doing that yeah uh, i think we got red rooms i believe oh shit i'm trying to mute. <laughs> i couldn't get Pretty to it in time that's all right Sorry, I'm just pulling it up. Well, yeah, what was the the screen or yeah the screen box ones? For- the screen box was uh, underground. Thank you. Okay. That's what I did. Yeah. So, 
let's wrap it up then, right? Yes. No more. All right. All right, guys. Yeah. If, if there's anything else. All right, guys. Patreon.com slash flush free features. That all starts at just a dollar. Uh, we appreciate it. And we've got some more femme fatales dropping on there. So check it out. Uh, also, check free Discord as always in the comments. Uh, that costs you nothing. And you'll uh, never miss a sale, never miss new food. Uh, yeah, lots of good shit. Shout out, Jess Graham, coming in late. God damn it. But we expect he still you to showed up. Go over. He did. So, and Ork, you you're welcome. Screenbox, check that shit out. It's amazing. Yes, yes. Check out Screenbox, and I think I've I think I've done all the pimping. New Hat Man coming soon. And watch Troma three sixty five. Yes, I'm right. still calling it. Goddamn, it's gimmick now. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I'll see you in Disneyland. <laughs>